0: Never know what kind of what kind of gold you get (laughs) well i mean a lot of times you know we the podcast podcast even just starts with us just like you know on some other subject and it really Mm -hmm. just continues and maybe at some point we will like introduce the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean a lot of times we say what episode it is like 40 minutes into the into the podcast and like so you're, and, get,
1: you're getting to be like like uh movies now where the title is at the very end
0: <laughs> exactly exactly you know we haven't gotten there but i mean we could say you know never introduce the podcast and then say like you've been listening to episode uh 30 this is episode 30 <laughs> i believe of of the podcast of uh here's my question for you i i guess i just introduced it there
1: oh look, look you did it you 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 segued, you segued into the title while saying you don't want to talk about the title and uh it got it got meta
2: it got meta
0: <laughs> I mean it works it works uh, you know so chris you know uh he did the last episode solo or he did it with uh, greg seward um mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you if you're familiar with greg or not um uh, i am not unfortunately uh he was um uh, formerly wrote for Electron Gaming Monthly Magazine oh and,
1: cool. oh, oh oh okay
0: alright and uh, he does a show on, on YouTube called Generation 16 which mm-hmm. is just like uh, chronologically reviewing every single uh, Sega Genesis game and it's been going for a long time and he's also on the uh, the Player One podcast he's been doing that for like 16 years or something like that something crazy like
1: that it is amazing to me that podcasts in general are almost 20 years old like yeah right I mean, I guess I didn't really
0: know about them until Apple started putting them, like, started pushing them on iTunes. Because there was a point where I switched over, like, to iTunes, not even Mm. when I had, it was, like, pre-iPhone. I just, like, started using it because I liked, I think I worked, uh, like, I was freelancing at a job that was, like, using it and just, like, playing music all day. And I I was like, oh, I kind of like this interface because I didn't have anything up to that point that I could arrange and sort my music. I was still using Winamp, probably at the time
1: yeah 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 i because I've, I've looked at alternatives to uh itunes mm-hmm. and it's like there's like what is it like foobar and like none of them are really as easy as itunes to like uh put an album in there put a cover and right. sort them
0: yeah and i i you yeah. know i'm sure there's a lot of people that'll be will say that itunes is junk and it's definitely a lot more bloated than it used to be. Yes. It, it takes yeah. forever to load sometimes, and I find myself very rarely using mm-hmm. it, like, on the desktop because of that.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I have I have Fubar set up right now, because I didn't reinstall iTunes when I reinstalled this computer, and, like, it's just, like, it, it's not the same. Uh, the ease of it is not the same if you want to play on desktop, really. Um, but the, it got so bloated that I was like, I need to try something else, and then... Somehow I found I fell into that the hole of like I'll I'll just put like a YouTube playlist on
0: <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you know, that's so much easier, I think, these days. And I think a lot of people do it. You know, you get the uh, YouTube music with premium and I don't, I don't even know what that entails.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've never even like looked at what YouTube music is. All I know is that you can uh, put on it'll just you'll keep on playing the audio when you like lock your phone. Mm-hmm so if you're like yeah yeah that's walk...
1: that's what it... so like i i subscribed to whatever it was youtube read right a billion years ago mm-hmm. and and like i never unsubscribed to it so uh what? but i got used out of it because like no ads no you know you can listen to the music on your phone or your uh, you know, or ipad or whatever um and close it up and listen to it so i i feel like i've got my money's worth out of it um <laughs> even though uh what is it uh my my favorite show they canceled uh uh, Ryan Hansen solves crimes on TV uh, <laughs> asterisk, which is a very funny show that was on YouTube Red. Interesting. Um, I don't.
0: I had never even heard of that. I, I signed up because of Cobra Kai, obviously. Cobra but... Kai,
1: yeah. But that's really why I signed up. But like, I found that show and like, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Is it? Is there, if it's all it's still on there, it's really funny. Um, it's like a send up of like Law and Order type shows. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, and like, uh, was it Samira Wiley who played um, uh, Pose on uh, God? Uh, Orange is the New Black is his partner and she's like she's like she's like a really good actress like a serious actress Mm -hmm. and she's playing like like really funny like like she plays like um the the straight man to to ryan hansen who's a actor and it's like it's like this really crazy like um concept of like um uh like the police force needs to look better so they start hiring (laughs) actors to be policemen or something like that right and it's like but it's like it's really it's really a funny show that uh, it lasted two seasons but it didn't it did because it was on youtube red it did not get its due i guess right in in my opinion
0: but it didn't Um, get picked up you know cobra kai you know obviously netflix picked it up but so nobody else picked this yeah like i don't
1: i don't i don't don't believe that like a lot of people were were um watching it unfortunately even though Mm. it got a second season and it was like i said it was a very funny show um uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it has like that kind of tone, a little bit of like Brooklyn nine, nine, a little bit, okay. like a little bit like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's a, um, so like Ryan Hansen was on, uh, the show Veronica Mars. If you ever watched that? Okay. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't really watch it, but I, yeah. I mean, obviously I, I, I know what it was and I know that, you know, they it's the were zeitgeist. able to, right. Well, they were able to kickstart a movie and stuff
1: yeah and they did like a final like another season of it and he was one of the characters in that um there's like because and and there's like an episode where uh so kristen bell was in that so Mm -hmm. so um she and then she played what was it um uh anna in uh in frozen so there's there's like this whole episode where she's running like a a bootleg (laughs) disney um (laughs) princess uh birthday party scam thing right And, and like. And then she, they have her dressed up as as uh, Elsa, and they're like, "You're not even Elsa, you're you're you Anna." <laughs> and like, there's like there's like all this like like stuff like that. Every episode, like meta like self-aware type stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the crimes are like stuff like that. Oh, and that's they have, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a really fun. Um, I haven't thought about that show in a while, and then you remind me of YouTube Red of all things. know, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, I
0: don't even know. Be I can't even imagine not having like YouTube Premium now and I know that mm-hmm. what I think is more expensive now but since people who signed up for it during like when it was still called Red YouTube Red which I mean it kind of sounds like like a porn site
1: Yeah oh yeah Red, yeah right? I remember I remember like uh thinking that I was like why would you call it that where <laughs> what what in your analytics said you know what YouTube Red that's going to it's like it's like them with HBO Max it's like you had like a a, a type, like a, a name that you could Google really easily with name yeah. rec- uh, brand recognition and now you're like well I'll just type max in and then a billion things are gonna come up
0: yeah yeah just they will, it will it will be almost impossible for them to get to the top of that search I mean I guess they could yeah you know with at a this lot of point. money
1: but why, why burn money I mean they're already like I mean Warners already like co- cutting costs and cutting all this stuff that they completed Yeah. Um, like i believe there's like a like this you you uh scooby-doo m- like movie that was all completed for matt like max that mm. they that they wrote off in taxes that it leaked right. online the whole finished thing oh really yeah like it, it was done and they they did a sequel to i mean i know that the uh the batgirl movie was like the big thing we we're talking about but right. there was a sequel to there was like that um movie scoob for kids that mm-hmm. they did in theaters and they had which is like the
0: beginning of the pandemic, I think, as well. Yeah,
1: happened. and like apparently they had completed like a like ninety percent of a sequel to that for HBO Max, and they canceled that as well. They 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 write off on their taxes essentially, right. which means like there's all this complicated stuff where they're like, you could get it back, but you'd have to pay all the back taxes on whatever the thing was, <laughs> um, and like Warner does it all the time. They did it to like there's a show called. Um, uh, Symbionic titan uh, there's a show called um it was it was like a past like uh, a pastiche of like um anime what was it called um megas xlr which was on like i think toonami for a while okay um they they have like a history of like writing off stuff i think i don't know if that knew that that anime thundercats they did was written off as well um but i'm that pretty was sure on
0: netflix or was that was it on netflix or I, I might be thinking of Shira.
1: They might have put, they might well. Shira's definitely on Netflix. That's a Netflix like jam, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, God. I remember seeing something about the about the Thundercats. I didn't realize that was HBO though, or Warner. Uh, Well,
1: no, it's Warner. It's Warner. It's like it's like Warner Brothers Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cartoon Network has like done that a lot in the past. Is where they just written off a show, like they'll they'll put it out on Blu-ray and then Mm -hmm. write it off.
0: (laughs) So they can. I guess they make the physical you know like they yeah, yeah get the yeah. money from that but then they can write it off like in the streaming sense
1: yeah i mean I, I think some of them you can buy on itunes still but it's like anything past the point they write it off they can't do new stuff with it maybe i'm not 100 percent sure on how it works but like because i read that like there's a show called beware the batman they did as well um which was this sort of like weird cg batman um where like alfred was like a ninja butler and all this like crazy stuff <laughs> and like it didn't i don't think it did super well so they wrote that off too but yeah all this all this stuff uh i, I just was just lost say, though, to the
0: sands of time that nobody basically yeah. nobody will ever see i mean you can always hope that this stuff will leak out one day yeah but well, they, who knows they got,
1: the, the directors of that batgirl movie said uh we logged in the next day to look at the all the files on the server and it was all wiped the next day Wow, like they were just like it was gone. I'm, I'm sure it's not wiped. I'm sure they they've put it somewhere, but you know
0: somebody's got it someplace. Yeah, God, somebody. No,
1: I, I can't imagine being like I'm going to spend millions and millions of dollars and then you know what? Be like, uh, eh, eh, uh, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> it's done.
0: Yeah. So just like so much money just thrown into the ether. I mean, um. Okay. So I think you know we've been going for about ten minutes. I should I should introduce you.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm a person
0: <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh uh I am joined today um by uh, Brady Hartle uh who has done like so many different things. I you know, I attempted to in the last episode Chris did this like big uh intro for Greg and I was like you've you've done so many things and <laughs> kind of just been involved in so many cool things. do uh, you think I could just like throw it over to you and be like you know, kind of oh, talk about Oh
1: I have to I have to like uh <laughs> Talk about myself great. Yeah, um, I mean, just,
0: like, some just a little bit of background. Because you've done so many uh, cool things over the years that, you know, like, yeah. I guess, you know, starting from... I Like, I don't know if we, like, kind of were involved in, like, the same kind of, uh, I guess, early internet sphere in a way. Uh, maybe on, like, the same message board. Like, because I know that you were, you know, early on, you got to start at a Hardcore Gamer magazine.
1: Yeah. Um, so... Before before Parker game, I uh, let's see. I used to do when I was in my teens. I did um, uh, website design for an anime company called ADV Films, okay. and I worked there for quite a while. And then I and while I was working there, I also wrote for a magazine um, that my boss knew the guy who ran it. Um, uh, I wrote for their anime section called it was called BPM Culture Magazine, which is a really cool magazine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh it was like really on like the the sort of the scene of like cool music cool movies and there was like a little anime section in it that we wrote um and um and then uh the there was in the i guess the mid uh aughts they called them alts i think (laughs) um in there the anime like crashed and so uh i lost my job there and um I was looking for a job and I was like, I, I was like, maybe I won't be a graphic designer any, anymore, maybe I'll be a writer. And <laughs> I, I, I was looking for a job and I found online like, oh, we're sorry, we, we have this, I think Harker Gamer was like up to like issue three or four or something at the time. And, um, I was like, oh, we need, we need people. And I, and I was reading through the, the website and it said like, um, uh, uh, uh we uh we need staff we absolutely do not need writers <laughs> <laughs> but we need graphic designers and so um i emailed the uh the owner um uh uh tim lindquist uh mm-hmm. and he was like <laughs> i was like hey i can do graphic design and i and i showed him a bunch of my anime websites and then he emailed me and said uh do you know uh adobe indesign and i went and downloaded the demo and said <laughs> yes uh i was like oh, i can figure this out i'm sure and i i did for the next like whatever it was three or four years working there i figured out how to do in design and eventually became like the um uh the like, production manager or whatever i would just ass- i would assign the layouts to people and like right. i would go over them and fix them up and stuff like that um and uh because i was pretty i was pretty um uh fastidious i guess in my in like in 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 my pursuit for quality even though like i look back at it now and i'm like this is very much my like school like
0: (laughs) but i mean that's how it should have been i guess you know it's like it's like very much like hey i can do this but then you don't really learn anything until you're like forced into like having to do it for real
1: yeah 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 oh yeah for sure like um i um like after that dried up that one of the um the one of the publishers who owned that magazine uh, was a, a gentleman named Greg Off who I'm so I'm so good friends with both of them today. Um and I went to work for his company off base for a long time doing like um uh I did like packaging uh packaging pop um which is point of purchase which is like mm-hmm. the standees you find in a store back when they would do that oh, for video cool. games. Yeah, yeah. Um like, I remember I did this, like, huge, like, we did, we did all the stuff for, like, Soul Calibur V, I think.
2: Oh, And there cool. was just, like,
1: yeah. there was, like, this huge end cap, which was, like, um, uh, what is the, it was whatever the, it was the, it was, like, the the kids of uh, Sofitia, uh Oh, um. P- it was Pira and whatever, Patrol. Cass- Cassandra? Cass- well, that's her sister. Okay. So she had, for Soul Calibur V, it's, like, all the kids of the main right. characters yeah is it is it patroclus or something like that? What's his know. name well it's the it's the main guy fighting the uh uh nightmare and, and mm-hmm. it was like this weird crazy end cap and i remember doing that and we did like all these crazy things but yeah i worked there for a long time doing like all these different games like the packaging for like gran turismo 5 the Ratchet and clanks um like whatever the resident evils were like five and six um uh i don't know my my, 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 I don't know. I still, my favorite still was a Tatsunoko versus Capcom, which I got to do yeah. like most of the stuff for that, um, which was great, which was so fun. Really? So um, you just got
0: the like, you, so you design like the cover or art, like, I mean, you got the artwork obviously. Cause the guy who did Tatsunoko is like the, like, what's the, the guy who used the, to do? Uh,
1: the Akiman, I think. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. In fact, the cool thing was, is we were designing the packaging for that while he was still drawing the cover. So they just sent me like the sketch of it the development sketch of it and i have it somewhere where it's like the early sketch of the what the cover was while he was drawing it um and then originally it was going to just they were just going to reuse some of the other artwork Mm -hmm. but then they're like oh no no he's drawing us something now so um uh uh, you have to like make it like be cogent with this new artwork he's doing (laughs) so yeah like there's tons of things like that um like uh Gran Turismo 5, I've never, that's like the hardest thing, like the hardest of like nightmare (laughs) difficulties I've ever done in my life. Because, uh, because of all of like the car licenses that are in it. Yeah. Like every car license has like a say, I guess. So to, 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 to approve the package, there's like 57 people who had to be like, yeah, this is good. And I remember one time I did a design. And it went through, like, 56 people. And one person was just like, nah.
2: Oh, jeez.
1: So, so I had to redo it. <laughs> like, from oh, scratch. The back of the box. That, I was so mad.
0: Do you have, to have like, everybody's logo on there, too?
1: No, it's not everybody's logo. But, like, I, I think because, like, it showed so many different cars and stuff on
2: mm-hmm. it. hmm
1: Like, whoever was there, like, Porsche or whatever, had to be like, yeah, the way you're presenting our Porsche here is fine. And then, like, there's, like, also relations of, like... Well, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know car brands, but like, the Toyota can't be bigger than the Porsche and Block. Right. Like, yeah. like, the relations have to be, um,
0: to they the want, liking of them, they all have to be equal. It's kind of like when, like, was it Rad- who Frame Roger Rabbit where they had to have like equal screen time for uh, oh, yeah, for uh, Disney and uh, and Warner characters or anime, yeah, characters. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, um, and like
0: it had to be like down to the frame, like, equal, oh. Like, like, it was something crazy like that.
1: I mean, there will never be a movie like that ever again. Like,
0: never. Absolutely not.
1: Absolutely not. Like, not. But, it is like
0: but, this flash in the pan. That it's kind of unbelievable that it even got – that it was made in the first place.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't – I cannot imagine even trying to pitch that. And it's such, like, a great <laughs> movie um, where they've tried to, like um, – like with that, did you see that recent Chippendales Rescue Ranger?
0: Yeah, yeah. Thing, I, I thought it was kind of, pre- I thought it was pretty
1: good. It was, I w- I, it was, it was fun. It was definitely fun. Um yeah. uh I, I know some of it was just like I am, like, why, you know, I don't know. I like Rescue Rangers, so mm-hmm. I sort of wish there was like a straight Rescue Rangers like right. reboot or something. But like, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was fun, and I'm, I'm glad they like brought in, they brought in like all the different, um, like. Uh, like the original actors. They right. brought the original actors back. Um, yeah.
0: And there was, yeah, there was a Roger, Roger Rabbit uh, cameo in that.
1: Yeah. And I, but I, I don't think that, like, I thought that was pretty good, but like, I don't think it, like, reaches the, like, the, the ingenuity of who framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Absolutely not. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's clear that they were inspired by that. And that's, that's kind of an inspired take on
1: mm-hmm. it. And,
0: and, you know, I, as someone who never really watched Rescue Rangers growing up, you know, I just, you know, like I maybe watched some DuckTales, but mm-hmm. like the other stuff, the Disney afternoon stuff, I don't know. I just was I don't know. It just didn't just didn't happen for me.
1: As you can see, I, I enjoyed the Disney <laughs> afternoon.
0: Um, uh. so after you did that, I mean Yeah, I mean I, you've you've just done like so many interesting interesting things. You were uh like project lead on uh, Skullgirls
1: well i wasn't i was a i was the or uh, was the project i was i wasn't the project lead i was the um i was a i was the lead ui i was leading okay. ui right and like gra- graphic artist so which sort of meant that like um i like i designed logo the key art like the mm. stuff like um Uh. pretty much like everything in the game that's not the characters in the in the um uh like stages like i right. designed all that stuff um but uh like all of, like the marketing stuff like that as well like i like sort of because we're a small team so like we have like a lot of hats in that game mm-hmm. um but um which is
0: still like getting new content even now
1: yeah i mean i was working on it uh as i mean, it's my day job pretty much right now mm-hmm. so <clears throat> i'm still i'm still 10 years later working on Skullgirls <laughs> uh, related content um which is
0: is crazy i mean there like there's been you know like i guess uh i guess i would say like championship edition type expansion like like where they kind of retitle like they add like a subtitle to it but yeah it's like still been like the still the same it's not like Skullgirls 2 there's no just, like, yeah still in fact that, i mean like that that's that's
1: always been the talk of like uh are we ever gonna do a skull 2 or 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 all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. um uh you know who knows like it's all it's all about funding right so like we yeah. sort of sort of did the uh what we you know what we could um with the season pass mm-hmm. we kind of did like what we could we do and like um which is four new characters pretty much right um, which we're on the last of them right now we've been working on it for the last couple of years um and who knows where it's going to go from then i don't know it's a little it's weird it's like the little game that could never die but also like <laughs> doesn't make a lot of money so i mean i mean honestly i have no idea what it makes now i know i get paid my um uh you know my <laughs> i get get paid uh my salary so it's mm. good but like i it's it's not it's not like a billion million seller i know that like right. we're a little we're a little indie and like um
0: but it has a the, pretty like a, it has a like a like a strong following obviously if it's still getting yeah yeah there's a there's a, there's a
1: good there's a good uh niche following to it and and i think the news new characters brought a bunch of people in and stuff and it's been fun mm-hmm. i mean it's it's been neat to work on a game for so long um right and see and from the perspective of seeing like oh well there here's all the new fans and then here's all the uh uh here's all the diehards are still there and stuff like mm-hmm. that it's a it's sort of a neat thing i i'm i'm uh, amazed it's still going, pretty much. Uh, I I'm shocked that I'm still working on it, but it it's kind of crazy because like my first game that I designed UI for was this game called uh, Rocksmith. Have you ever heard of that? Um, that's
0: what the, the teaches you how to really actually play guitar. Yeah, it's the one that yeah. really
1: teaches you how to play guitar, and and that I wasn't alone on that, and there was a um a, a really amazing uh uh designer um his name was uh nolan tanasia and hopefully I, I pronounced his name right he was a really cool <laughs> guy um but um uh he he's the one who took it all the way but like i you know i designed on the ui for that and it was like, the first sort of thing and like the the base concept of what i designed for the main ui sort of became like the it's like a, a road and then there was like these like uh, essentially like these like these like divots that came at you and that would go like this And when I've got like, this is when you're supposed to shrum and like the base idea of that sort of like still is like the UI for it. Mm -hmm. But Skullgirls was like the first one where it was like, oh, me all like, this is sort of like my solo jam. And I got to kind of do what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, Plus also I was like super into fighting games all my life. (laughs) Like I, I remember, um, working on Skullgirls, like, um, and being like, I, uh, I, I took like I took every single like ps2 ps1 fighting game I had and I recorded footage of it all mm-hmm. and I was like studying it I was like <laughs> I was like okay so what little bits of this do I like and what like I went so crazy on the research for it because I just loved it and then I just like knew it I like, knew I knew fighting games too so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was like this is this is definitely like a bucket list thing right. um and it's crazy how it happened too, because um we were on, I was on this forum called the, uh, it was like the Insert Credit Forums, mm-hmm. um, which eventually became like the Action Button Forums, kind right. of. Which and now it's was Insert Tim, Credit again. Which is Insert Credit again, yeah. Yeah. But like, like Insert Credit went away and then mm-hmm. Tim made Action Button, um, which he's turned into like a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean. Like his, his whole we, company we, like and all that, yeah. We talked um, about,
0: I, I mean, I talked about Tim Rogers a lot because I think that he's probably my favorite content creator out there. Like oh really like... Yeah,
1: oh yeah yeah I mean it. he's an interesting guy for sure Tim's yeah. an interesting guy for sure um <laughs> he's always doing like crazy nuts things um, yeah he's he he feels like the like the the Gonzo journalist the um of video games to me yeah like the uh, the Hunter S Thompson of video games maybe yeah that's um, that's,
0: that's a good way to describe him I guess Cause... I mean I listen to Insert Credit every week now too because mm-hmm. of that you know and I, you know I okay go on. I don't I don't want to interrupt you oh right. like, <laughs> I mean like I can. Let's so we'll talk I, about that after a bit.
1: So, so, so I knew uh, on the Insert Credit Forums, I knew uh, John Kim and Meryl Cartwright while they were like in college, I guess. I was so friendly with them. Mm-hmm. And they had like a collective called, um, what was it Mecha Fetus, which was like a art, it was like an art blog. Okay. Um, and with their, with a pal, uh, Brian. And I remember one time I was talking to John, I was just like, hey, what are you, uh, what have you been working on? What have you been doing? Um, and, um, and also, like this was like around the time I had like this really crazy like nervous breakdown after Gran Turismo Five because it was very stressful. <laughs> over Gran over was that backside, very arc. very stressful. Yeah, it was very stressful, <sighs> and I I like I took like a couple weeks off after Gran Turismo Five. Jeez. Um, but he's like, oh, I'm working on this thing, and he called it Schoolgirls. I was like, what's Schoolgirls? <laughs> and I, and and then he showed me. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, look, if you guys ever need like a person to edit trailers or whatever for mm-hmm. this like i will do it for free or whatever which is a dumb yeah. thing to say but um I, I was like i would do it and he's like well, for the
0: exposure you're gonna do it you do it for yeah exposure. i'll do it
1: for for exposure <laughs> which is um i don't know i i will say i don't think uh completely working for free or for exposure is as horrible as people say but you just can't you can't do it and then be taken advantage of forever yes so like you can't exactly. be expected to do it for free forever but yeah it's it's okay to like show yourself sometimes if you think it's going to be an opportunity that's my yeah, opinion because it's
0: really not about the it's not the about the exposure that you're getting from that it's like the people that you're meeting mm. that's like the for key sure. thing i think
1: for sure i mean my first job at back at the websites for adv or whatever i did like the first one for free or whatever mm-hmm. just to show that i could do it um and then when they came for to me to do a second one, I said, well, I need to be paid. And then rightfully, they paid me. Yeah. Right. Like, um, so I did some stuff. And then they're like, yeah, I paid. And they hired me full time. Like, my boss there was a really good uh, guy. Um, mm-hmm. His name was um, Ken Vietric, who he's like in the music scene, crazy music scene now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was uh, he was the marketing director there. But, yeah. but anyway, uh, I was talking to John Kim and John was like. <laughs> He was like, oh was well, we, we need somebody to do design UI. do you think you could do that? and I, and I was like I was like, yes and um, <laughs> I was certain I could And uh, I was like I had him leak me a screenshot of the game so I could calm something up yeah and then I sent it to him and then he sent it to uh, the the owner there at the company and he was like, this is great. Let's hire him. And he was like, never break your NDA again. He got like in trouble. <laughs> For sending oh, no. me a screenshot of the game, he was like, "Yeah, I should have had you uh take the screenshot out." And I was like, "Yeah, maybe you oh, should." have
0: Oh, you <laughs> put the screenshot in there. I see. Yeah, because yeah. I
1: used the screenshot as like the comp over the yeah thing. And he was like, he was like, "This is great. We're gonna hire him. Never break your NDA again." <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that. But yeah, John, I was lucky for John and John, and then they also they vouched for me and stuff, and mm-hmm. we worked on it there for a while, and then. Uh, we made another company, and then uh, n- now we're uh, we have a small company called Future Club, which mm-hmm. works on it, and we work on other pitches and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then after after Skullgirls, we worked on a game called uh, Indivisible, which was mm-hmm. a action RPG, which uh, I don't think gets its due. It's a fun little game. Um, yeah,
0: that was. Um, I mean, it's very it's very Valkyrie profile inspired. Yeah. Like in the battle system. And yeah. Yeah. In, in, uh, Brandon Sheffield did he he wrote that right he wrote yeah he name? was the writer yeah Brandon's yeah. the writer for it. Yeah, yeah yeah another insert credit person who I like I mean
1: well the the main insert credit person yeah Brandon yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, it's just funny because so I worked with him for like a minute on uh, uh the Samurai Showdown uh, perfect complete collection that that uh, Digital oh, Eclipse that's did cool. so he did he like conducted like a bunch of behind the scenes interviews with like the mm. developers and stuff and I like was brought in to edit those interviews. Okay. And it was just like, I didn't really, hadn't really talked to him before, but uh, we talked a little bit then and it turned out that he was a writer on a website a long time ago, like if, called uh, The Next Level.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Dash yeah, Next Level, that.
0: which I mean, this is when we talked about Hardcore Gamer, because that's, I feel like Hardcore Gamer kind of spawned from a game fan.
1: Oh, for 100%. Because it's, it's, Greg Off and Tim mm-hmm. were both, uh with Halverson on the original game fan and then they went off and then Greg did um PlayStation extreme Mm -hmm. magazine I think which was the official PlayStation magazine I believe okay um and then Tim went off and did like he built like a graphic design business and he did like when I worked for Tim he did the stuff for like um Bondi like in fact the very first um package I ever designed was for a PSP game called The Legend of Heroes, which was okay. a Bandai Falcom game. Mm-hmm. Um, like before
0: uh, before Legend of Heroes is what it is now.
1: Yeah, is oh, like yeah, yeah. The, like Legend of Heroes became, um, like, super popular. Yeah. Uh, but like, Because this is, like, uh, Legend of Heroes, the Tears of Vermilion is right. what they called it. Uh, it was the, this PSP game. Yeah, um, there's,
0: like, two of them released on the PSP, like, pre, like, trails in the sky like yeah yeah before trails in the sky
1: yeah yeah and so i that was my very first game and then like the other one was ms like ms saga for Mm -hmm. playstation 2 um,
2: okay
1: which was i i kind of snuck in the tail end of the ps2 (laughs) era there so yeah uh, and then i did like a lot of my stuff was like um playstation 3 and like Mm -hmm. um like metal gear hd collection and a bunch of oh, stuff cool. or, yeah, yeah yeah no like my my like i had a bucket list of games and stuff that I, like i would love to work on mm-hmm. um and like i got to do like the the stuff for the klonoa uh wii game
0: really um okay. Oh, yeah. that's right we talked about this like, yeah, yeah, like that. That, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, the, the, that that was like a bucket list one working mm-hmm. on metal gear like i got to do like the 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 psp Peace Walker manual right like, and people are like they're like, you're excited to design a manual? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> it's like I grew up, like, these games were, like, my, like, just my favorite things in high school. And I was, and I was yeah. like, I was in my 20s, so, like, I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, I'm all super interested in all this sort of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 at the time, like, I thought, like, oh, my, like, the closest I would get to video games would be, like, I'm going to work um, at, like, a GameStop or something, right? Yeah. Or run a store or something, right? That's, like, my, like, that's the closest I thought I could get. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because like I lived in, um, like I lived in Maryland and all that sucks out in like California and all that. Right. It was before, like, like, I remember when I worked at hardcore gamer, we did it all online and it was kind of like, not easy then because of like, like the speeds of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we would be downloading gigs and gigs and gigs of stuff. And like, I would, uh, we had it set up so you could deliver, the postscript file for printing of each page and so you would literally have each of the writers generate the postscript file for the page of the magazine and then you would have to like number it properly to, for the printer but you would have to like um hope that they generated it right so that the the magazine would print properly right because otherwise like it was not easy to like oh well I'm gonna upload like 500 megabytes or of of a of a a design right like Mm -hmm. of a like of a spread um so it was one of those like early hurdles of like how do you make this work right
0: (laughs) and not only that but you you come up with your own workflow that would probably be almost impossible to explain or show somebody else if you were to ever like move on and do something else like from there I feel like it probably would have been very difficult the, to be like, "All right, someone's going to come in and take over for me."
1: Oh like, yeah, yeah, It'd be yeah. impossible
0: to. <laughs> explain no, I, I,
1: I worked at Hardcore Gamer until it unpublished or was not mm-hmm. was not making any money anymore. So, which, which I mean, it was around
0: for a lot longer than I think the people people were expecting.
1: Yeah, we the very final issue was Street Fighter Four, which um, w- was a essentially like a really. Um, we had switched to quarterly and then Mm -hmm. we did these like blowout issues of like um we made them like strategy um focused and this was back when you could still do print publications like that Mm -hmm. um and like the the street fighter 4 uh thing had like all of like all the move lists and like all of the frame, da- like the frame data, all that sort of stuff in it from the initial release of Street Fighter Four. Um, it was for the arcade version because it was arcade first before it came home. Yeah. And there's like a section in there on like the home future and like what to expect on the home version and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was meant to be like a book you could take to the arcade with you um, and you know have like a reference. Right. Um, and then it was then it still had reviews and all that sort of stuff. But the the Street Fighter section was very. Focus towards that, and that was the last issue because like it, it didn't. We couldn't make money anymore.
0: I mean, it's it was so that if it was right around Street Fighter Two. I mean, that's the time when when EGM oh, kind of like or, or yeah, four. Street Fighter Street Fighter Four. Sorry, I, I did just recently did a Blu Ray for that uh that Street Fighter Two documentary. The Here Comes a New Challenger. Uh, oh, that's, that's Street, cool. Stri- I, I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I think I was talking to you when I couldn't find uh. Adobe Encore, and then I, I oh yeah, I yeah, some we figured sort it of like, out like Blu-ray, and I, then I yeah, found yeah. out a way to find it through the website. Like I think they took it down and they put it back up.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think people complained. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but so that's I mean that's right around the same time then I guess then that EGM also like went away, because so I feel like that was right at right where yeah right I think so I mean
1: I mean the only place that really still does magazines is like Europe really I think yeah like, like and it's they've gotten progressively thinner and thinner and thinner. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when like you would get an EGM and it would be like a phone book? Oh yeah. Of like, it would be like, I remember as a kid being like, "How is there so many pages in this? Because like, every cause...
0: other page is, is an ad. ad like it's yeah, it's true, an ad yeah. on every, every yeah, side. True. That's true. Um, I mean, in, even recently, uh, you know, I had a, Subscription to wireframe magazine and suddenly it stopped and I realized like I haven't gotten this in a while And then it turns out that they stopped publishing in like January or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay, so I mean Yeah, it's 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 a challenging time I guess and it's still like I mean
1: you have to have like
0: something special I guess to continue to You know publish like print issues. I guess
1: I mean it's it's like how do you write and then have it be online and then if it's online, it's probably free. How do you monetize that? Yeah. And, I mean, it's why, like, all these little people have become, like, either their own little YouTube channel or their their blog or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. it's, that, it's that kind of content. Um, uh, it's... I don't know. I, I still have those, those, those fond memories of getting a new EGM and then taking it to school with me and then finishing my work and, like, pouring <laughs> over page to page to page. Yep. Like... Like, I told yep. you about, I think, uh, Sonic CD and how I would look at the, like, the, there was a spread for, or, or it was, like, a big, like, it was, like, a big issue of, like, all the Sonic stuff coming out of BGM.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Sonic CD was in there. And they had, like, the cartoon, uh, the the in, like, the animated intro. Yeah. It was in, like, the top and the bottom of all the pages. They had frames of it. Like, mm-hmm. like all the frames of the scenes. And I, w- I would redraw them and... I remember there was some scene where he's running and his hands are just circles. And I was like, Oh, you could just draw circles for hands. That's like, (laughs) that makes it so easy. And I I had never thought of that. And I remember redrawing that and like, uh, uh, like when they did the origins collection, we got to remaster the, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the opening ending, uh, thanks to, uh, uh, Tyson Hess. Uh, he, I had worked with him on the Sonic Mania intro, and he suggested me as a person to remat, like help remaster that. And it was felt like coming full circle to get the work on Sonic CD. I guess, <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. So this has been a long section of just like all this stuff I've done. I've I've done a lot of things. It's really I look at it, I I will I will say I, I look on it and I'm like it's hard for me to understand like the like the lines of like how I've gone from A to B or yeah. A to Z or whatever. It's like, it's like, cause I've, I've worked on a lot of different things, which I feel lucky for that. I've I've gotten to do like varied things. Like I've not like, I'm not just, I'm not still waking, making websites. Right. Right. Like, but you've, you've like,
0: evolved it and you know, yeah and and like, you know, it's, it's all about like the people you met or, along the way.
1: And yeah, then yeah, yeah.
0: Then, you know, I mean, that's like, that's one of the most important things I think to, you know, to getting into a career, it's not, it's not about what you know, but it's just like who the people you, you meet and, you know, just like the, like the personal relationships that you build with people. And then people come back. I
1: mean, it's, it's, I don't know how many times it's come to being like, Oh, we need to do this weird thing. Maybe Mm. Brady can do it. Or, 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 (laughs) or or I'll think the same way about something I'm working on. Right. Yeah. Like, um, like right now, like, so, Right now I do I do two jobs like I do um video game UI stuff for Skullgirls uh, at our little company Future Club and we make pitches and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and then I work for a an anime company that works on old anime mm-hmm. um and we restore it and put it on Blu-ray and you know like magazines another dying breed of media uh Blu-rays <laughs> um but it's, it involves, you know, the, the the good part of it is it involves restoring and finding um, old things that are rare and uh, restoring it and making it as the best version of it as as it can be with the current existing um, uh, materials. Right. And um, like right now, uh, we're working on a movie, uh, restoring a movie that um, uh, essentially there's a bunch of scenes that only have... Um, japanese text over them like they have the credits right and the version where restoring doesn't have the credits so literally i I have like i had to have like a friend who is just like hey do you want to reanimate over all of this text the stuff that's missing and so what she's doing right now is literally drawing over this chat it's like it's like you've had to know like drawing over this japanese text and you have to know somebody who can who who is crazy enough to want to do that right right yeah um uh and you know, um, I mean, like my comp like the, the, the stuff like the compositing I've known has like, uh, become invaluable. Like, cause I did trailers and we you know we did compositing for motion graphics for it. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how that parlayed into, oh, I can recomposite old animation, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so you don't, you never know like where your, your skills will go. Right. Like it's, it's crazy. And like who, you know, and who, who could do crazy things yeah who, who you might think of or just has um, the
0: ambition to figure out figure it out i guess like how, yeah, how can yeah, yeah. we you know it's it's you know it's creative problem solving i guess
1: well i mean you know you're you do you do editing but also like you had the you know there's also a graphic side to that mm-hmm. which is you know because like there are people who just edit who yeah. are just like i do offline edits and there are other people who do the title work and do all that sort of stuff and then right. with your guys's channel like you guys do all of that stuff though you do yeah. all of your, your lower thirds, your like everything, which I mean when you watch a show you don't think about that, but all of that stuff is a lot of work. And then you guys also do all these really crazy like like head like um pictures picture displays right with descriptive text and like a lot of, you know, your guys' stuff on the channel is about making things easy to understand. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not easy to think of ways to do that.
2: <laughs> right? It's I mean yeah. it's
1: not you don't like if you're watching it as like a normal viewer, you don't think of that stuff. Like, as yeah. a person who, who, who works on videos and stuff, I see, oh, well, they took the time to make sure that all the stuff is clear to the yeah. people watching it and not just saying it out loud, right?
0: Right, yeah. And it's I a mean, lot of work to do all that. And, you know, we used to go really heavy on the, uh, like the text pop-ups and stuff, you know, giving mm. additional information. Yeah. But I think somewhere along the way we said we got to start doing that less because mm. if you're reading that, then you're not, you might not be taking in the information that's being said. And sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's okay just to say that mm-hmm. and show something like a visual cue of that being done on screen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to have like additional information, or else you know you you feel then you you know people might say like, "Oh, I missed, I totally missed what they were saying there" because I was reading this. It's just well, it's I, a whole other.
1: Well, that's it's all part of also creative editing, right? Knowing yeah. exactly what you need to show and like not need to show. Yeah, which again, I think that speaks to like the quality of your guys' stuff, like, <laughs> I, I just know how hard it is. And, like, I, I, there, I mean, like, again, there are people who just edit things and don't do all that. So there's, like, mm-hmm. that's parlaying, like, other different skills into, like, sort of what you're what you're doing. So, like, yeah, you know, and then also, like, it's not a normal thing for the guy who edits the documentary or works on the documentary or the thing to also make their own Blu-ray of it. Right. Uh, and then learn how to author the stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's, like,
0: it's I mean, like, I- I kind of have a soft spot for doing disc editing, like you, or disc mm. like building, like you. You do a yeah, lot yeah. of that for for discotech media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I we may have talked about this like in the past, like you know, like obviously not on here, but I, there's just something when I first uh, got my first like post house uh, job, like you know, mm. at a, a post house in New York, um, I was hired to do like uh, DVD authoring, and i just i kind of have a soft spot for it like it's just it's just fun i think especially because it's fun to
1: make something work right like it's fun to like build a menu and make it work and then go through it and yeah
0: and it's really just you know it's almost in a way it's kind of akin to like working in a spreadsheet Mm. where you're just like looking at a lot of information like okay how do i get here like how do i make this work in the way that i want to like how do i Mm. you know then you get into like how can i fit this into like a like a single layer Blu-ray, like you know, so you got to like re-encode sometimes to get things smaller, or you, you know, you figure out other ways to get it within a certain size limit. I mean, that was that was my problem with the Street Fighter Two one. Is, like I was able to, I think I had like 500 meg or something like that left over, <sighs> just to, just to make it like as as efficient as possible. Um, but I mean, I spent a lot of time doing that, and there's just something about it still that I. I, even though I don't get to do it very often, it's just, it's just relaxing. And I don't know. It, it's the idea of you have this goal and you just figure out how to make it work instead of like having to, you know, sometimes you have to be creative with it, but, you know, it's just linking things and making sure everything works right. I don't know. It's just something, something
1: fun well, about it. I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's like, um, I guess there's a couple things about that, too. It's sort of like, um, I guess, for instance, like, so recently I picked up um, the the 3DO version of Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. I don't have a 3DO, uh, but I was like, the, I know the soundtrack on this is really good. Yeah. So, and I, and I was hoping it was like Red Book Audio. Mm-hmm. And then I get it. It's not, though. It's not Red Book Audio. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, well. I still want the music off of this. I still paid the 30 bucks or whatever for it. Yeah. So it's like, there's like that journey of like, okay, well I, I Googled it and I found the files and they were like, well, here's the files from the game. But I was like, I, I want to pull the files myself off of my disc. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to figure out how to do that. And so it's like, did I even rip it properly? So then there's like the, the goal of like, Oh, well I got to figure out if I rip this cd properly so i had to figure out how to emulate it and so like i because i don't have a 3do and i don't really want a 3do and so (laughs) i was like okay well okay i did rip it properly this iso works so like Mm -hmm. how do i get into the file and it's like it's not like a regular cd so i was like so i was like okay how do i decrypt the and then i found this command line tool here's how you decrypt it now here's where the music is and here's the music format and like how do i make this into a wave and so there's like this journey of like building like how do you do that and like literally i found a zip file of all the music th- what i had produced at the very end mm-hmm. the exact files but, but still I, like it's but i felt more journey. accomplished doing yeah exactly i felt more accomplished doing that um and,
0: and like once you start down that path of wanting to do it that way then you kind of become obsessed with you know i can't i'm not going to give up like i'm, I'm yeah. not going to just like download this the zip and be done with it but i want to figure out how to do it you know it's the same it's yeah like i had to do something similar i think when back when i did this uh documentary on night trap i had to figure out a way to um pull the video for the 3do version of night trap like off Mm. because i want to do like a comparison but you know at the time i only had s video like on my 3do so i didn't really have a lot of options but i wanted to pull that video out because it runs at a different frame rate like it's higher resolution mm-hmm. than the uh than the Sega CD version but it's like runs at a lower frame rate so I wanted yeah. to make sure that I could compare those properly but it was you know it's just you become obsessed with figuring it out and luckily there's just people that have created these tools uh, no are <laughs> you still...
1: You're going on, and some of this stuff is like, let's go back at the Internet Archive for something from yeah. 1992. Like, the 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 command line thing I found for 3DO ISO decrypting was mm-hmm. something that was, like, lost Internet. Like, it was on somebody, like, they were like, oh, hey, it's here on archive.org on this old website. Right. Like, somebody in the, the 90s made it.
0: One one site that I think that has been around for so long and still has a lot of this stuff is uh, Zophar's domain. I was going to
1: say Zophar's domain, Yeah who's oh like kind of come
0: back into the uh you know he's he does like a youtube channel now
1: which oh, is kind of or i think that. he
0: streams on twitch also
1: Oh, I um, didn't know that. Yeah, that yeah. was like the place to go for for um things like oh, Nesticle and Genesis and all that yep. that stuff. Oh my and god, I, uh, programs oh. that could
0: like rip uh like FMV off of PS1 games and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I remember there was like a like a program that was just for pulling the the opening animation for sonic cd (laughs) off of sonic cd and then there was like there was like another one that was like here's how you can play Cinepak videos from sega saturn games um (laughs) which was something i used on the on the street fighter 2 the street fighter 2 animated movie blu-ray to pull all of the um there's like a there's like a animated movie game that was based off of that anime Mm -hmm. And it had all these original cutscenes in it, and that's how we pulled the cutscenes was using that old ass program from <laughs> Zofar's domain to yeah. rip them to AVI files that were like one sixty by one twenty or something like that. Like, yep.
0: It, it, but it's crazy that you know you can still use that stuff, and also you know you have experience having used similar like that program or similar yeah, yeah. things like back in the day. And I mean, I go on a. a I mean, I'm I'm assuming that we're like right around the same age, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing you're like early forties.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: So I'm I'm forty-four. 41. So yeah. Okay. So so I mean, we were kind of. I I go on about this a lot, where I feel like very lucky to have been born at the at the time that I was, because we were able to live a portion of our life without the internet being a big thing. But yeah. But then also, you know, like we were when the internet started to become a big thing. We were like teenagers and it was, you know, we, we were cautious, but you know, we were able to see like a lot of this stuff, uh, a lot of programs and stuff like that. If we were interested in it, you know, like we built up like, like a, uh, like a talent for looking for this stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, making a lot of friends along the way, I guess. there's. I mean,
1: I, I think it's interesting too. Did you talk about like, I mean, people now are just born into like cell phones and internet and yes. that's all they know. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I do think I, I do feel lucky that like, w- I sort of grew up like half before and half after, mm-hmm. like we know what it was like before, uh, you know, to, to, um, I mean, like quite literally like right now, um, I, I like I have friends in other countries, like I stream and play video games with, mm-hmm. like in other time zones which is m- boggling like that i can yeah. uh, not only like not only that i can like stream like myself in like hd quality to you and we, we're in two different states and talking but like if somebody's in like brazil or something um i can be like well we can play this game together and talk together and see each other in amazing quality i'm like and it's like instantaneous like can you imagine mm-hmm. like the like i i don't understand how like i understand like this data goes into a wire in my wall, and it goes out into the world, and mm. then it's somewhere. But like, how does it how does it get from here to Brazil or China or whoever I'm playing with? Like instantly, yeah, instantly. Like with, with and people are like, man, there's five milliseconds of lag or whatever, and I'm, and, and which can ruin a, a video game experience. But like, that is so minuscule for it to get under the ocean or into space, like <laughs> yeah. Like, think about that. Like, that that is my, like, and, like, I think that having grown up before all that existed, you can appreciate this technology as it comes, right? Yes. Like, yeah. like when I started Blu-rays, even, I would have to mail a hard drive to California when I was finished. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, Justin, who I work with, he would be like, here's a hard drive with the master video and all the stuff. And uh, whatever you produce, uh, I would set up all the files and I would mail him a hard drive, like a, like a um, uh, you know, a Western Digital whatever, like a portable mm-hmm. one. And if it was screwed up, it, it either I would have to spend, like, two days uploading a file, like, that was screwed up or fixing it, or I would have to mail him another hard drive. Now it's like, oh, I'll just Dropbox it to you. Like, yep. I just spent, like, I remastered a show and I just spent, like, uh, a day uploading 400 gigabytes of ProRes. Um, <laughs> it is like not even a big deal. Yeah, it's not, you yeah. Know, you
0: barely even think about it.
1: No, it's it, like oh Dropbox. we got Done. You know, it'll be done tomorrow.
0: And you know, we were like, I think we're like a perfect age to like mm-hmm. appreciate just like how crazy that is.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. You
0: know, like you say, like kids these days, like they don't even they don't even consider it. And uh, like I'm not sure if like. People our parents' age, like, Mm -hmm. think about that at all. Like, they don't just don't even, they don't understand it. They don't even, even care. I always laugh though about, you know, people like my parents' age and our parents' age. Uh, Back in the day when we were teenagers, they'd be like, oh, don't trust anybody Mm -hmm. on the internet. And now it feels like they're willing to, like, people that age are like willing to trust like anything that they hear.
1: (laughs) Oh, you, oh, you mean like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't trust this weird person on the internet. And then, like, like, oh well, you know, they called me and said I owed four thousand dollars on my bank account and like all what am all I the do? All, yeah, all the all the scam stuff, yeah, yeah, like it's going on, which people fall for like crazy. And it's and I mean I understand because it's confusing. Like, yeah. like well, I'm it's from intentionally confusing, support. like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's confusing to you know. Like I, I would say like I'm computer savvy person, mm-hmm. but like I'm not like a phone savvy person. Like, um, I know how to download apps and like you know take pictures and all that on the phone but like there are just like it's like uh, the skill level i have with like a com- like a pc computer is what kids are applying to phones and tablets yes. now like they're not they're not really learning like windows or whatever right like that's not the like like unless you have a te- like a technical job like editing or video or whatever like something that requires you to have a computer or programming or whatever like mm. kids aren't learning computers now they're learning like oh Here's how I use a tablet or a phone to do the thing I need to do. Um, like, my my uh, goddaughter, uh, she's like 15 and she's an artist. So for Christmas, I got her an iPad Pro with like a pen and stuff, and she has like all her. She does all her art like on her iPad, and that's not like which was compared to compared to before. It was like, oh, you have to have a tablet, a wake like a Wacom tablet, mm-hmm. a computer. All that sort of stuff. And now you can just go anywhere like it's a sketchbook. Like, I could go to the park with my iPad and draw. And it's, like, phenomenal. And, like, I do do think there's, like, a... um, uh, There's also kind of a loss, too, of, like, real media and stuff like that. Luckily, though, when she was young, we would get her, like, sketchbooks and stuff. So she's, like, a real media person as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, like, important to being, like, an artist. Like, is to do real media stuff other than off the computer. But, um, yeah, it's, like... I'm glad. I, I'm glad I can appreciate like what like it, what it was like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I will say though, like uh, before, like if you go back and watch, and this is like a weird pull, but if you go back and watch old like unsolved mysteries episodes, mm-hmm. there are so many episodes of unsolved mysteries which are about like these old people who are getting like s- like like harassed on the phone, um, <laughs> and and like. There are so many mysteries on that show, which are like, well, if cell phones existed and call Mm -hmm. monitoring and like caller ID existed, the person who was doing this would be caught in like a minute. Yeah. Um, and it's like, um, like I was listening to this podcast about, um, it was like a very like famous murder in France and, um, it was really, it was like 1982 and it, it happened, um, where it was just this guy kept calling them like this family of people and um harassing them and they realized it was somebody in the family but they couldn't figure out who and they couldn't trace the call time uh they didn't have the technology to trace it fast and so like they got they got the police they eventually got the police involved and blah 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 blah. and like eventually like the the person like stole this kid and murdered him and they were never able to figure it out and they were never able to figure out who did it for sure in the family but it's like nowadays this person would just be like after like three phone calls they would be like, Hey stop stop doing this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like it's just like so many things could, you know, not are like not even a problem now. And it's I think especially like it's hard for kids to watch things now and be like, Well, why don't they just do this? You know, it's hard for them to just separate at least kids my age.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: you know, it's oh. it's I I mean I'm mean kids my, my kids' <coughs> age.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, kids my
0: is, age. Kids my the, age. Basically.
1: The forty, the forty-one-year-old, the forty-one-year-old kids, which there are a lot of those.
0: So this this past week uh, was my my kids' uh, last week of school. Like, uh, mm-hmm. my daughter's in fifth, and uh, my son is in second. And I had to go to their school to do this thing called Future Day, which is like like a, a career day type thing. Mm-hmm. And people on the staff found out that I did, did YouTube. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you got to come in here and talk to the kids about it. And it it was good. You know, I'd never. Because
1: <laughs> that's, you know, that's a job for kids now, like a, like a, a an aspiration. Like, yeah, I, oh, you know, yeah. I don't want to like be editor. I, I want to be wanna a YouTuber.
0: Do more kids yeah. want to do that than anything else.
1: Yeah, like I want to like. be a YouTuber.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I was very, very I was pleasantly surprised because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sitting down in front of this class and it's like, you know, I had to speak to five classes of like around 20 kids. Mm-hmm. and Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, that, and that's not something that that I really have a lot of experience doing. So I had this mm-hmm. big like list of things to go through. I was very pleasantly surprised uh, that, you know, the, one of the first things that I asked was like, who thinks that, you know, doing YouTube would be, it sounds like an easy job. And like almost nobody said, you know, it's, it's, I, I think that it would be easy. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, but one of the things like, <laughs> I didn't really get into this, but I, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. Like, I can't imagine uh, going into that job market now.
1: Oh, you mean starting like a YouTube? Oh no, channel. no, no, not, not oh, even
0: oh. YouTube, but just like, like getting into video editing Oh, oh, oh yeah. now is like it would be is is terrifying because, you know, I think when we kind of learned a lot of this stuff was when it was not something you like everyone could just have, you know, or just like. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like more
0: specialized and, you know, like the competition now has got to be so is like insane just like based on tools that they have that are free.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like when I started and you started most likely like Premiere couldn't even like Preview video live. Right. You you sort of had to like edit the video on the timeline and kind of guess and then render it and then see Mm -hmm. and then if it you then you have to go back and adjust a little bit and then eventually GPUs got fast enough to do it because before when that all that started before in the before times it was all like there's a thing called an Avid or -hmm. or or, or similar like uh, uh, non-linear editor and that's what you would do it on. And then right. now it's become oh your desktop PC can just do everything that that could do.
0: Yeah, um, and it's like oh you can download DaVinci Resolve for free.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't color have like grade a GPU. Yeah, or just like yeah, even yeah. like
0: the the edit like the yeah, edit yeah. is like is really really good. And <laughs> I've tried to like learn how to use DaVinci Resolve, mm-hmm. but it's like it's 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 different. It's like way different than what I'm it's used a, to. This
1: is a told, it's a totally different workflow from Premiere, yeah. for sure.
0: But just like all this stuff is is free and available to the kids, I can't even imagine getting into this stuff now because uh, you, like it's just you got to be would have to be so good
1: <laughs> to yeah, be that's... to be noticed. Yeah, I mean, and and it's like um, looking at like YouTube, like there's also a, a aspect of like in the before times in in the ancient uh in ancient Greece or wherever (laughs) we're from um uh there was no YouTube to look up how to do it right it was I kind of got to figure out how to do it or or like sort of like knock it together until it it looks sort of like what I wanted to look like you know like uh versus like and that that goes for like anything like Photoshop or whatever like Mm -hmm. now it's just like oh, I want to learn how to retouch photos. Well, I'll just put that into YouTube. And then there's a guy there who tells me exactly what I need to do.
0: Yeah. Which... And even that's like all like, there's <laughs> so much like AI aspects. So it. it's like, oh, I can uh, replace the the sky here just by like with the content aware.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even think of that, But yeah, like there's so much of that now too. I and mean, that that is the accepted way to do it. Now, too. Yeah. like just do that.
0: My, my um, wife's a graphic designer and she uh, spent a lot of years like doing uh, photo retouching and stuff, you know, like very similar mm-hmm. to, you know, when you talk about removing like, like ending text. like she would take yeah, yeah, yeah. photos from like magazine covers and like remove mm-hmm. the text from it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah. And that's a lot of work. It's a lot of retouching to do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: But now it's, it's like it so with well. content aware stuff, it's like, I wonder how it's probably at least gives you a pretty solid basis to start from.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I use content aware. I mean, I am mm-hmm. not gonna lie, I use it, but, uh, it is. It's not like a. It's not like a one and done thing. You have. You right. still have to know how to do. It, but it gets you so much further along than. Oh, well, I have to take this area and then I have to um, copy it and then smooth it out and like make it work. Whereas it's like, oh, well, kind of fixes most of it. Like it, it gets you fifty percent there, and then you kind of like clean it up and like it. It's definitely. Things are definitely a lot easier than they used to be and mind you I'm not bagging on the fact that all this stuff is on YouTube I love the fact that yeah, you can learn almost anything you want to do now like
0: yeah I mean I I'll did. say like um, I fix up like certain aspects of my house because of like Watching stuff on YouTube
1: well, it's like? Oh, how, how do I do? Well, I mean learning soldering from I mean from yeah. like Voltar 100% mm-hmm. like I I would have never known Where to even begin if it wasn't for yeah. like his videos on how to solder right? Um, and like my hobbies become like, okay, well I'll buy a, I'll buy a broken Sega Genesis Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I'll figure out how to fix it. Right. Like, I mean, and, and so like, I, I found my childhood Sega Genesis, which stopped working and I pulled it apart and I was able to figure out what trace had broken and then how to, how to, uh, to bodge the wire from those two traces. Mm -hmm. And it came back to life.
2: And it that's works. amazing. So now yeah. you have
0: your childhood system. Yeah. And you know, like, that's. <laughs> I we talk about. I talk about this a lot, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, you can go out and buy another Sega Genesis, but it's yeah. not the same. It's, it's the one that you had. that has been with you for that amount of time. So that's that's awesome. So you could like, you know, yeah. I mean, in fact, bring like that I'm, back uh, into your life, really.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And and like, I mean, I'm like right now I'm playing Snatcher for the first time. <sighs> With that, with the Sega Genesis, and it's 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 fun, and like it, it's kind of funny too, because like, so I'll go through and I'll look for like parts are not working Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo or whatever, because
2: mm-hmm.
1: I just want to see if I can fix it. And I got I got a I got a Mega Drive too, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna figure out what's wrong with this. And I plugged it in, and it worked.
2: <laughs> just, and just... I was
1: like, this isn't supposed to work. I'm supposed you... to open this up and figure out what's wrong with it. And, 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 and like, and that's like my relaxed time. And I'm like, this thing works. And so like, I just got this thing really cheaply and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the weird, like opposite attitude that you should have. Right. Like, Oh, but I was like, Oh man, I don't get to like mess around and figure out like what's wrong with this now.
0: Right. Right. Well, um, you, you know, you, you want it to be broken. I mean, that's why yeah. you bought it.
1: Yeah. It's like, Oh, I bought it. It's broken. Yeah. 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 I but mean, then,
0: but then you're wondering, well, if it's, broken, I mean, maybe is it something that I'm not noticing that's wrong yeah. with it?
1: Well, it just said it didn't work. Like, it didn't turn on. Oh. so And well, it turned on fine. The, yeah.
0: Sounds like it's probably their power supply.
1: Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's if you look for the SNES Junior. Um, right, right. Normally, like, if you look for, like, you can get a cheap SNES Junior. Here's a here's a tip. You can get a, SNES, a cheap SNES Junior usually uh, that works because, like, they don't know to check that it's composite only. Right. Uh, so, a lot of times when they check them, they work. They just they just has no video because they're probably using like an S video cable or something, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And there's no and power. So,
1: yeah, no like, power light. Um, so
0: you just have no idea.
1: Yeah, I've gotten three Snes Juniors that way. Two of them worked. <laughs> One of them just had a blown fuse. And normally, if it doesn't work yeah. for real, it's the blown fuse, usually.
0: Right. And that's um, that's a really easy fix. You can just pop it open. And it's like right there.
1: Yeah. It's just like if you can do it, even a little bit of soldering, to do it. But yeah. It's like, uh, I'll try and get those things and, and, and work on them. And yeah, like it's, <laughs> but it's, it's fun to, it's fun to like, and like, I would never have even known where to begin on that yeah. if it wasn't for his YouTube videos at all, period. Or, or like Bob, or, you know, Richard to and that sort of stuff. Like I would never have known where to begin. Like if I had, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, it's an intimidating thing, like, and to not, to get into something that you don't know anything about. And mm-hmm. then you can just go and, and, and learn it, you know? Yeah. Which is a cool aspect of it. But having that appreciation is, is great, too. Um, um,
0: so listen, I got a... We have we have a segment on the show called Does It Slap or Should you, should We Yeet It? Okay. Where I give you three things. All right. And you keep one thing and the other two got to go. Okay. I mean, either you don't get to enjoy them or they cease to exist in the world or something. All right. Um, so here's the point where I uh hopefully this doesn't come through too loud, but we have a little theme song for it. Mm-hmm. Uh so I I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear it or not, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh if not, uh I'll I'll play it for you after.
2: All
1: right. Heard it loud and clear. That's a, that's a that's a that's a, that's a jingle.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. We actually have another one. It's it's a a slower one, Mm -hmm. but we like use we kind of alternate.
1: Okay, keep the variety going.
0: (laughs) So I was thinking about what I what could I uh, like what would be a relevant uh, subject to uh, to do for this segment for you. So I well all my good ideas come to me like when I'm in the shower. I don't know why. But that's just, like, if I'm, you know, I'm just, like, standing there for a few minutes. I, like, think you're, about the cause show.
1: Because your brain's not, like, toiling on work or taking care of your kids or, like, whatever, right? It doesn't like, have, like, any kind of, like, yeah, other stimulus. It's, st- it's, it's, it's no other stimulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll lay in bed and think like that. Yeah, 100%. 100%.
0: <laughs> okay, so what I thought about is, uh, I mean, based on your the work for uh, discotech Media. Okay. So I, I've thought about... You know, like I don't really, I don't watch like any like new anime, but I have like a lot of a fondness for for older anime, like eighties mm-hmm. and, and, and early nineties to mid nineties stuff. So I thought about uh, three things, uh, three shows, just not actual shows, but like like the uh, like the OVA, which is like the mm-hmm. like more of a mini series type o- thing. right?
1: original video animation. Okay, uh, right. Which were so the, they're sort of essentially like um, direct to video. Anime, uh, essentially, is what they were.
0: And a lot of times, I mean, it's it's higher quality, I guess. Than, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. They it put, would put go a
1: lot more put, money into them, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to hit you with three OVAs. Like, okay. Th- this is totally without context of the shows, but you have to, like, you keep one, and the other two got to go. Okay. Okay? So I got Tenchi Moyo. All right. Uh Bubblegum Crisis. Mm-hmm. Or a record of Lodos War.
1: Ooh, ooh. So,
0: I think you can you can only watch one of those forever. Forever, and the other two just it, don't
1: exist anymore. Ever. Yeah, in, in your life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think I could probably do without Tenshi mm-hmm. Um, I was actually an Elzard person. I liked Elzard more than Tenchimuyo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. T- I have a fondness for Tenchi, but I think yeah. that one can go for sure because I think that at the end of the day, Tenchi is just a bunch of like, um, uh, it's like mostly just sort of like uh, a sex comedy sort of like mm-hmm. will they won't they kind of like there's a lot of those out there. Right. Whereas um, Bubblegum Crisis and Record of Lodoss Wars are both like they sort of have more of like a like a more of a point to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you look like at Tenchi, all the weird incest stuff does not age well at all. <laughs> you know, like, it's
0: been a long time since that. Like I've only I only watched the uh, you know, the the OVA. Like mm-hmm. I had like that that box set, the DVD box yeah, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh like I watched Universe, but I apparently there's like a whole and and I watched uh the first and third movie, like which is just like the first movie, and then there's like forever, which is the third one. I don't think I ever saw the the second one, or was the it? Where was like
1: the is the third one where he's like, there's like goes back in like, time, and that's yeah, like that's the first one. He goes back in time and meets his mom. Right. Okay. That's the first yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like there's like all this weird like 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 family tree incest stuff in Tenchi that gets <laughs> like and 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 like in the in the original OVA, it's like. there's, like, a little bit of that, but then there's, like, sword fighting and, like, action adventure, and then as these OVAs get onward, there's less of that action adventure and more of, like, well, here's how you're related to this person, and this Mm. person who is also your cousin wants to marry you, and it's, like, it's, like, oh, the creator's secret fetish comes, (laughs) comes forefront. Um, Right.
0: I mean, I'm just talking about that first one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only one I've I, I saw that and I saw a yeah, universe yeah. but I...
1: I mean you saw the good stuff you saw you saw yeah. all you needed to see attention <laughs> <laughs> um uh but um uh
2: but bubblegum so crisis, t- t-
1: and... Bubble Gum crisis is, is like pinnacle uh it's like pinnacle like um cyberpunk anime yeah sort of at its best yeah and then Lotus Wars is like just uh, it's like, an insanely,
0: like for for me it was like yeah. oh this is like an rpg because i was yeah, never yeah, like yeah. big in the D but like i was like oh this is like
1: rpg you know. come to life yeah i mean like yeah. it, i was so excited for that the 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 um lit based castlevania game they made essentially right right uh and wonder labyrinth or whatever it's called wonder labyrinth i think
0: right Where,
1: like, I yeah, like oh yeah. that's cool so like, somebody's doing something with this license that nobody even remembers probably Right, oh, God, <laughs> those two is very hard. I, 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 mm, I think, I think I would have to go with *Bubblegum Crisis* just because I, I sort of skate more towards like science fiction than, yeah. uh, than like fantasy. Even though like I love fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. um, I have to go *Bubblegum Crisis*. I think that would have to be the, the I one I go for. I
0: think that's a good choice. You know, I was just, yeah. I was just rewatching it because it was like on like. Uh, I, I don't know if it, would, was it on Funmation? Like, I don't know. Like, like I know everything's all confusing with, like, Funmation and, like, Crunchyroll or whatever. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still. Funny roll. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I don't pay super close attention to it, but I just, I know that I have a couple of, uh, you know, my brother bought a couple of series, like, and gave, gives me, like, the digital codes. Mm. So I was, you know, I was watching, uh, I was revisiting Lotus War for the first time and. Mm-hmm. A long time, and that's like that's thirteen episodes. Bubblegum Crisis is like six or something. Six like something,
1: that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty short.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know if I was watching it on there where they had it because there was it, you could watch it, but it was ad supported, and but they were like ads every like like three to five minutes. It was crazy. Oh
1: wow, that's that's but I didn't too. See no. That's too much.
0: And it just got you know the thing that really stuck out for both of those is just. Mm-hmm like, how good the, like, the original songs are in it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, for both of them. I mean, like both the, of them. Like,
0: yeah. And, you know, you know obvi- like, uh, Bubblegum Crisis is more, like, focused on, like, it has more, like, music, because, like, you know.
1: So she's a singer, like, a pretty yeah. singer, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, it's it, it had been a long time since I've seen that, too, and I just was like, man, see, this is this is the stuff. This is the stuff that, like, I want to watch, like, I don't, like, I have no idea what's happened in that whole, like, scene in the years oh, since, but... Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean... There's
0: just so much now.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would not want to work, personally for me, I would not want to work for, like, a current, an, like, anime dis- distributor, like, unless there was some, like, fun aspect to it or whatever, like, I, I like where I'm at working on old stuff, and it's the stuff that I liked when I was a kid, and... Yeah. I get to do like the cool version of this thing I loved um, right. and um, preserve it. And like I'm a big uh, person on preservation and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. trying to present the best possible version of something uh, that right. existed in like as, in a format where it'll live forever and then there'll be whatever copies of it out there. But like I, there I mean, there I have I have watched a lot of uh, a newer anime recently um, mm-hmm. just with some friends just to be like, well, what's out there and there is good stuff, but it's, I think there's a, there's a, the, the way we were introduced to anime is only the cream of the crop stuff kind of came over here right. because there was the expense of licensing it and then dubbing it and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of the really bad stuff stayed in Japan pretty much. I mean, they, we got bad stuff for sure, but there's stuff that got like, we mostly got the gems, whereas right. now everything is, is, is subtitled the minute it airs yeah, in Japan yeah. and legitimately like not, not like some bootleg or fan sub or whatever. It's legitimately translated for English speaking audiences. There are some shows that are dubbed into English day and date with the Japanese. That's crazy. Aaron. Yeah. It's called yeah. simuldubbing. Yeah, they do that. And, or if it's not like it's a few weeks later or whatever. Mm-hmm. um there's this one i'm watching um uh what was it hoshi Hoshinoko or whatever, or whatever i can't remember exactly what the title is of it but it's this it's this it's a um it's a, it's actually pretty interesting because it's about like um this idol who she gets essentially teenage pregnant and is murdered and like her two kids grow up and are trying to solve her murder and it's going through the how like TV and all that sort of, and like being popular online and, and like, um, uh, like online bullying and, and like, uh, trolls in the comments and all that sorts of how that affects people and like how, how that industry works now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is being like, uh, like they're, you know, putting out English dubbed episodes of it, like a few days after it airs. And that's like mind-blowingly nuts to me like just yeah how fast like because that means they're bringing in like you know whatever six to eight people or 16 people whatever how many voices they have to voice for all these different parts they're mixing it they're they're mastering it they're checking it um and they're like all that sort of stuff in like a couple days like i can't even (laughs)
2: it sounds really stressful
1: yeah i can't even imagine like i've worked on a couple anime dubs and it's all for old stuff, so. You know, I have the luxury that it can take three months to do something. You know, right? Just like, like redub,
0: like like redub, like redubbing something.
1: oh uh, no, we we've done um. Or like all...
0: restorations of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, we did. Um, did you ever hear of Gunbuster before?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, we did an all new, brand new dub of Gunbuster. Oh, uh, cool. For uh for HD Blu-ray, which just came out. Um, right. And so, which was cool because like we pulled like people from the era that you and i know like people Mm -hmm. voices from then and new people so it's like a mix of all sorts of different different voices yeah we we got a lot of cool cool people uh to come back in that um but yeah we we've done that we did this one called hells with the um the team four star guys um kimono friends which is like a newer one um uh what do we do man the one that i wish we did we were going to do Sega Hard Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever watch that?
0: No, but I, you... I, I've heard of it. I, I mean, oh, I know I mean, kind of what it is. You love Sega. Yeah.
1: You should, you should watch it because mm. it's like, um, it's it's 13 episodes, but they're only 15 minutes each. Mm. And each episode is like going into a different Sega game. And it's hmm. like like, the second episode...
0: That sounds relevant to my interests.
1: Oh For yeah sure. cuz like cuz the, cuz the characters are Mega Drive, Dreamcast and Sega Saturn. Those are the main characters. Dang. There are, there are essentially girls who embody each of the the um the uh the aspects of the Sega console. And like <laughs> it's funny because like the the girl who's Mega Drive, she has like a cousin who's who's Jenny, who's uh, Genesis. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, yeah, yeah. and it's and it's just Genesis or it's just Mega Drive. But like in like a an American like American flag bikini, and <laughs> and like that's that's Jenny because like the American version of Gen- yeah. or, or of Mega Drive. But um, like the second episode is like they go into a virtual fighter, and they can't beat virtual fighter, and then they learn about <laughs> cheesing people, right? And so like they're just doing like punch 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 like they <laughs> like export the AI of the game. It's yeah. all it's all fun stuff like that. Like it's all like just crazy going into obscure sega games like Mm -hmm. um like there's commercials for like altered beast financial corporation and it's like this it's like this weird like like altered beast but they're like it's like uh, like a like a bank or whatever it's so it's (laughs) so much weird like um i had so much fun working on that because i did the subtitles for it um and uh i I did the subtitles and produced a blu-ray for it but we were gonna dub it and i wish we did because like <laughs> i i lo- like it's so fun like like one of the episodes is like they're going to space channel 5 mm-hmm. and they've got to try and learn to dance and stuff and they're like and their ratings keep going down so they they keep trying to like doing do all these tactics to like get their ratings up to Ulala's ratings uh yeah. and like and like keep up with the game like it's it's like all weird like stuff like weird fun ideas like that and they go into yeah. like they go into like weird they go into like a lot of weird games to, like um, uh, what is it? Uh, Dynamite Decca. They they there's like they mm-hmm. there's like a part where like Bruno shows up from Dynamite Decca, and it's it's like this it's like self shaded CG. So it's the graphics from the games. Like it's it's like they are in the actual games themselves, essentially.
2: That's
0: I mean, it sounds exactly. I mean, if you were, it sounds exactly like like something I would enjoy. Yeah. But also, I mean, you're thinking if you're gonna dub it, like who can we get for? these characters and like, even like the, you know, like the other characters, like not the main characters, but like, what kind of uh, special guests could we get for like certain roles? Like we were talking about, like, like, you know, I think of like, uh, if you were to get, bring in like, for the space channel five, like who are you going to get to like do the voice for ooh la la? Like, I would, and I would think like, remember, uh, remember Apollo smile?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, um,
0: like I feel like she was wasn't she like the like the live action model for for her for a minute.
1: So well, she point? was the voice. She was the voice of Apollo. There you now. go. Or, okay. I mean, so she you, was the you... voice of Lulala. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. Okay. Um,
1: and so we did. I did like research to try like at the time because we were going to do it. I did mm-hmm. research to try and find her, and I got all of her information. And then we didn't do it, so I just had it. And then when they did that Space Channel Five VR, they were trying to find her. Um, and i was like well here's all the information i have but they still couldn't get in touch with her she like um moved to like virginia or something and like and like opened like a dance uh school or something like that um and like and
2: just n- yeah disappeared when, essentially yeah
1: essentially yeah like, there's like a there's like a interview with her from like seven years ago or something and then that's where the trail goes cold like it's hard it's kind of hard to find some people sometimes and so they yeah. had to find a new voice for her but but no yeah i was thinking of the same thing like who who would you get to do all these different things? And, like, who would you get to be the voice of Sega Saturn? And, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, fun stuff, too. Like, um, Yuji Naka voices a character in it and, like, uh, all that sort of stuff. So there's, like, so many cool little things in it. And I really wanted to, but that's sort of so long ago now. Like, it would never yeah. happen now. Um, there was,
0: Wasn't was there, like, a crossover with, like, the, what is it, Neptunia, like, the game? hmm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I can't think of what it's called. The, um...
1: Super Dimension Neptunia or Super Dimensional, something like that. Yeah. One of, one of those, like, I remember buying PlayStation 1 games and be like, all oh, these cool JRPGs are all coming out now. I'll buy mm-hmm. all these. I'll buy every one. And now it's like there's no way you could keep up oh, with the yeah. amount of JRPGs that are coming out, like other things that are coming out.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, and, but, I mean, even then it was, like, after Final Fantasy VII, there was just so many JRPGs. hmm it was impossible to keep up then, because everything well, had to be forty uh, hours, and it's like.
1: Well, I, I remember just collecting them like, oh, this is three dollars at GameStop. I'll yep. buy Wild Arms two or whatever it is. And
0: now, now like those are the PS one games are so insanely ex- expensive oh now. Oh my god! It it just it makes my head spin, and I'm I, I feel so fortunate that I kept a lot of the stuff mm. that I have. But I mean, there's certain oh. things that you know that. I don't even know how much it goes for and stuff that there's no way I would even consider buying it. But if I just have it, like I'm not going to get rid of it. Like, like something like thousand arms mm-hmm. is like, like that's like over a hundred dollars. Like, I don't even know how much that would be at mm-hmm. this point, but
2: you know, oh, like I could am- those- like,
1: Well, it's like, so for like, I've been playing snatcher and I, mm-hmm. I have the disc and like, I remember, um, it was already like 500 600 like mm-hmm. seven years ago or whatever yeah and i remember like oh these are discs maybe i could get the discs and i bid on two of the discs for like 150 or 200 bucks or whatever it's like i kind of mm-hmm. want it and i ended up winning both so i got both <laughs> and um it's funny because like i put them in a cd case and i and i stuck on my shelves with my music cds
2: mm-hmm. and
1: About like I guess about four or five years ago my entire game collection. I've told you about it was stolen. My my brother stole my collection but When I was going through my stuff I lucked out that I didn't buy like full in box snatcher or whatever Because those two are still on my CD shelf because I didn't think to look there So I still have the ones I bought So I still have it now and like it would be I would never be able to buy it now Like even the disc right now is like seven hundred dollars for snatcher, right, right? So like now I get to I got to play the actual game mm-hmm. on my on my Sega CD with my childhood Genesis. And it's
0: that's amazing. What, what like, you th- you enjoying it so far?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, it's it's funny how well A, am surprised how much it holds up now. Um mm-hmm. and like a lot of like the the things they've predicted in it. Like <laughs> Kojima's like, like,
0: like so good at that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like just like all those stuff like stuff I'm I'm amazed for a game that really doesn't have a ton of gameplay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, cause like you really, cause you really can't screw up. Like, and it more or less just wants you to go through all of the different dialogue options to figure out what you gotta do. Right. And so you go to, a you go to a place, you know, you talk to somebody, you, you, um, you investigate and then you kind of figure out what to do. And then it's it's like very, you can't really die unless you're like fighting the snatchers really. Right. Like there's not like there's not like a wrong path you can go down and fuck yourself over really as far so right. far as I've seen mm-hmm. um but even though it's it's fairly like l- you know linear in that way it's still very entertaining like um I we just I, I've been, so I've been playing like talking about um I've been playing with friends online mm-hmm. and so what we essentially do is like we kind of figure out what the choices we're going to make together and 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 sort of democratically like figure out like who are we going to investigate who are we going to call what, yeah. what are the choices we're going to make and it's, it's been fun that way and like we just got to the part where um his car is sabotaged and it's, mm-hmm. it's going to crash and we're like we're like so we're and you know it, they just want you to do all the options but it's yeah. like it's so like it's like are we going to die what's going to happen maybe we might yeah, actually take die. too here. long like, yeah, it, take, it yeah. does
0: a good job of making you think that you could die
1: yeah 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 even though like i don't think you could probably die there like in the in the end of it um mm-hmm. and like they make you like the characters like it's it's the narrative of it's very st- still like interesting like uh I mean I love Blade Runner so like it's it already got yeah. me got me there but like yeah. um I, don't, I I mean I I I didn't expect it to still be so uh, like actually engaging as it is mm-hmm. like I didn't expect it to be um I thought oh it'll be fun maybe we'll get a couple sessions out of it now we're like. 10 hours into playing it and i mean i'm sure you could i'm sure if i was playing it by myself i would have completed it faster but it's been like that fun back and forth of like oh well maybe we'll do this so let's keep calling jamie and see what she says and like (laughs) oh let's make let's make gillian do all the um uh or or jillian rather let's make jillian do all the worst options possible Mm -hmm. um uh and it's like oh i wanted to like investigate her and it's like oh well he just actually is like manhandling this person (laughs) It's like oh um and then it also like figuring out like all of, like the different like hidden like phone numbers and and like um like stuff you can type into the computer and right just like there's enough stuff that it makes this like you know fairly simple text adventure game just feel like it feels like the, it feels like the the, the world exists and yeah. playing it like it that's the, the thing I, I get like i feel like i'm in this world and I'm actually going through it, even though it's like 16 bit Sprite artwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it, it feel like, and I think that's what, um, uh, Kojima's games do best is like, it makes you feel like you're immersed in this like full world that has all this, like, it's not just your story. There are right. also these other stories happening around you. Mm-hmm. Like most games would like, there's like a, uh, there's like a part where you go to like, sort of like this apartment building and there's a bunch of like homeless people living outside and then there's like you talk to them and they're like well we work it's just we choose to be homeless for all these different reasons and stuff and there's like a guy there and then you get the number for his son after you if you talk to him enough Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then you call his son and be like hey you know your dad is like dying out here man like and like you don't have to do that and it's like oh you're learning about and but having that in there, it's like you're learning, like, oh, there's there are problems in this world that there there's are reasons why these people are like homeless like this, and and like it's not all like like black and white. And I think that like yeah. I remember, I mean, going through like um, like uh, like Snake Eater, right? Like I I feel mm-hmm. like
2: th-
1: even though Snake Eater is essentially like here are all these little areas that are connected right. together by like waypoints, mm-hmm. it feels like that it felt like it was structured. Like this could be a full map, even though the PS two right. at the time couldn't handle it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it feels like it could be, it could have been like a full world. And then there are all these little, like, um, uh, like just,
2: uh, like people are like living their lives and... in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's surprising that something that, that I felt in snake eater, you could feel on this game that is essentially just like steel pictures. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, even as far as adventure games go, it's very simplistic. Like, not a lot of stuff moves. There's not a lot of sprite animation. There's little, little, you know, on-offs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and
0: there's, like, I, I, for the time, there's a good amount of voice acting, but not, not a ton.
1: No, I mean, no. I mean, it, it has voice acting where it needs it. And yeah. surprising to me that all the voice acting is, like, actually really good. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Um, like, the guy who plays uh, uh, Gillian and um, yeah, yeah. Gillian. Jillian.
0: I know, it's, it's, I, I'm pretty, uh, they say Gillian, I think. I've, I've always called, it, called him Gillian. Uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Lupitan is his name. Oh, I is found it, him on okay. Twitter, like, a long time ago, and I, like, asked him something about it, mm-hmm. and he responded, I don't remember what I even asked him.
2: Mm-hmm. I was
0: like, oh, did you do this? You know, I was like, you know, it's a good game. This is like, on Twitter like like over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he responded to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's me. It's a really fun thing. And then like a year later, he responded to that same tweet mm. and said the same thing.
2: <laughs> I oh, wonder if really? maybe
0: he only logs in every once in a while to see if there's <laughs> anybody is like say, saying anything to him.
1: He's and like, hey, like, did oh. somebody somebody talk to me about Snatcher? Yeah. But I mean, what a cool thing to have like, you know, like um, I was telling somebody like if I was, if I like, if I was the guy who said, you know, find the computer room. If I was, if I was Vector and like shadow the hedgehog, <laughs> if I was that guy, like yeah. find the computer room. Like that would be like I would be like the first thing I have on my, like I would embrace it completely. Like just whatever weird thing I did. Like I I love all the weird stuff that I worked on. Like it, it, like I worked on all these cool things, but like I also worked on like the Charlotte's Web uh, movie adaptation game. And I that was one of my earliest things. I did like the manual and packaging for that, right? And it's like that's an interesting experience too, you know. Like I, so, like I don't have like any shame like talking about any of that stuff. So like I would embrace all that stuff.
0: <laughs> and it's it, you still think it's cool like seeing your name and stuff because you you've managed to get my name in two two things like under a special thanks like oh yeah you've you've, you've you've got my name in two things that are like a big deal to me and it's like I can't believe that my name is in this thing. Do you still feel like that?
2: like
1: the, uh it, like... it depends on what the thing is like um I mean I make the credits for all my projects so it's just sort of like that sort of whatever like when I work on discotech stuff it's like okay my name's in the credits whatever but mm-hmm. um when it comes to like like Sonic Origins and stuff like that where I really like um I mean I don't want to say like I care about all my projects like I really do mm-hmm. um but like Sonic Origins is like, like so- those games were special to me as a child so yeah. like um and i was really into them so like seeing it there yeah but the other thing is i'm very um like uh, working in old anime and stuff like that it does not pay like
2: a lot (laughs) and
1: when i get help from people the least i can do for them even if i can't pay them a lot like listen if i can only pay you just a tiny minuscule amount for your time or whatever Mm -hmm. or or if somebody gives me advice or whatever the least i can do is give you a credit at least you yeah. can have that you can have that right like um the thing that you helped me with for sonic origins you just did for free for me you helped me out you're like oh sure i can capture that for you mm-hmm. um and that was invaluable in restoring those things because i needed a reference and i needed a high quality reference um and you know i like it was the least i could do was thank you for it like uh, I was like, I I know I offered to pay you for it too. I was like, and you were just like, oh, it didn't took me, you know. Um, yeah, it's
0: just like a like a like an hour, like an hour. Once yeah. I found like saves or whatever, that like I could just watch standing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So it was it was very simple, but I, but it, you know, it's surreal like seeing my seeing my name like in a Sonic game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so I'm so happy it's, it's getting a physical release here and.
1: Like, oh, I'm excited for it. Now. Yeah, Sonic gorgeous Plus. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too because I. I want, I like you want that physical, I want that, I want that copy, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with, uh, with Project Aiko, which is, you know, you, you put me in the special thanks and that, and that's like my favorite anime, like movie of all time.
1: I mean, I might've known that at the time just talking yeah. to you know it was your favorite but like also i was I, I you know i over the year i was showing you stuff and getting your opinions and like oh hey check this out and all that sort of stuff so i was just like hey you know thank him for it you know um yeah i think you ended up in all four echoes just because like i never changed the
0: oh, i you know i haven't gotten the, the text the, the three like after i just have the first one yeah, yeah. I, maybe i should maybe i should get those other ones then
1: they're i mean they're 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 good little discs um yeah they're all hd you know, the uh, uh, from the from the original film prints, the yeah. from the original negatives, as you'll say.
2: Um, I like guess that
0: is a crazy story. I mean, that kind of ties back to like oh, what yeah. we were talking about, like Warner Brothers. You know, like in terms of like things getting like lost, mm-hmm.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
0: and then being rediscovered. Because that was that original film negative, or like the is would it be a film negative? Like of the uh, yeah, it was the
1: negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like uh, an anime movie called Project Eiko was like lost for decades
1: yeah they they in fact people kept trying to show it in theaters like well they want to do revival screenings of it and they're like well it's lost and yeah um it wasn't on the at this there's a um I uh oh uh, no uh I'm trying to think what it's called it's uh it's, they're called togen or tokyo laboratory and mm-hmm. they are I'm thinking am trying to think of the word for it um a development lab and it's where you send your film to be developed and then um uh and then they stored it there for all these different shows and they have like a catalog of shows they have stored there and it wasn't on the manifest they had a manifest of all the stuff they have in there and um uh the um oh the god what is his name he's he's such a nice he's one of the the nicest uh people in anime uh he runs uh animego um robert woodhead Ro- mm-hmm. or robert woodhead they did a Kickstarter for this. A show called uh, uh ova called maddox and um uh they were like well it's not on the manifest if i remember properly and so he, he was like well do you mind if, it's supposed to be there do you mind if you look around for it and so they looked around for it and next to it was project echo oh. and he alerted us being like hey you know i'm not saying it's there but i'm not saying it's not there isn't, isn't it right? <laughs> and, and so like uh we were able to find and then it was funny because like they were like well we found 2, 3 and 4 but we haven't found 1. We don't know if it's there. Yeah. And 1 is the one you want. Like of all those yeah, cuz the other
0: ones are like like they're under an hour long.
1: Maybe. Oh yeah, they're all really short. They're 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 all right, but, the, but they're not that first but The one. first
0: one's like a like a film. Like it's the, like the a...
1: first one is not only a film, but it's like all of the cuz like I don't know how much you know about like the history of it, but it's like it start I mean, it started as like a a porn animation. Mm-hmm. Um and then they were just like, oh, we're just going to make this a movie instead. And then at the time in the anime industry, like people were stuck working on like Macross and all these other things, and they couldn't really let loose. And so there, here's this weird indie movie that like, as an animator, as a creative, the director's like, oh, here, come over for a few days and work, and you can let loose and do whatever you want. So <laughs> it's like a movie where all of these animators just made whatever they wanted to make. That's why it's so like crazy like all over the place it's yeah. because um you know they got like the guy who animated the macross missiles to animate an even uh-huh. crazier <laughs> missile sequence
0: where she's and... like jumping in between them right
1: yeah like, yeah yeah like yeah oh yeah yeah like that's just cr- crazy yeah that's that's why that movie is so special it's because all these people who didn't you know like uh Hidekiano, who directed gunbuster and Evangelion, like came in and did a bunch of stuff uncredited and he talked he talks about it in the commentary. on that yeah 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 he talks about it in the commentary if you haven't listened to the dire- or watched the director's commentary on the blu-ray I haven't I like like he talks about like in here like the guy who invented Trigun the guy who was like invented he's the creator of Trigun that show mm-hmm. uh oh uh night Owl. he um the sequence where you know where he where Echo is in the elevator with the sword and she and he she fights the person uh the um D. She fights D with yeah. the sword. Yeah. Um that's all night owl. And you can tell if you look at it because it looks like his style like her face looks like his style. But um really. It, yeah. It's just all
0: these <laughs> crazy um It's like a mashup of yeah, talent.
1: Talent just and that's why that movie is so special. That's why it looks like it does.
0: It couldn't really be recreated today.
1: No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nobody would nobody would work for free or go like go over and just work for nothing peanuts and
0: Yeah. Uh, and I mean the the movie it's it's like it's like fairly nonsense. It's super simple, but it's like yeah. nonsense at the same time. Yeah. So I'm sure they were kind of just saying like, how can we get these this character into this situation? Yeah. So that we could have this person like work on it for a minute. I like, I you know I haven't watched the the commentary. I should I definitely should.
1: That's yeah. It's the the director commentary is very good. Like it's it's not the, It's not the director. It's like the um. In in anime is weird. There's like a director, and then there's an animation director.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: two different directors, kind of, and it's not the main director, but it's it's the guy who created it, and then sort of was one of the directors of it. And he talks about all of it, and it's it's really it's really like so much. Inter- like you'll like never believe like half the people who are like worked on it. it was, Cause like I was watching, like really that guy worked on this, huh? Like oh, it so makes sense. That, it looks like it.
0: Was that done brand new for this version?
1: No, it's actually from a. Um, it's we- it's from this weird old version where um he was over here for some convention and they just mm-hmm. grabbed him and he did a commentary real quick talking about oh, it. Oh, that's cool. I mean, maybe they didn't grab him real quick, but he he came here and, and it was it's only from like the old American version. Like it's not on the Japanese one. Um the Japanese one had like a, a commentary with the voice actresses uh, which was actually interesting too. But um uh it it um we didn't get we on the blu-ray we mostly got new documentary with the um uh the composers and the um and the singers who sang all the vocal songs in it um which the uh the voice of was it gem from gem and the holograms mm-hmm. is one of the singers
2: uh, right oh for, yeah yeah
1: yeah for, for for some of the songs yeah
0: I mean, that's the reason I hung on to my DVD of it for so long, because it came with a separate soundtrack CD. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's there's something about the music in that in that movie that, you know, it sounds like the best of like, like mid '80s pop.
1: Yeah, I mean, the you know? the, the...
0: Stuff, stuff. could If it was, if they had, like put it on the radio, it probably would have been, a hit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it was done by American guys, like. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting because like there's a there's a documentary on there from the time. Mm-hmm. and it's and it's showing like how like they they talk a big like oh we're it's such a big production that we're getting somebody from america to do the to do the um the music and they they show their like going to california and then in this little documentary from the 90s it's so it's so like they talk about how uh like rare it is to see like america and like all the stuff in it mm-hmm. and they talk about talk about how, how big it is in this little japanese documentary and i'm thinking like Nowadays, it's not weird to be able to go look at like what Japan looks like. You can just find a video of it. But then it's right. like, well, this is like footage that somebody went all the way there and then brought, you know, or went all the way to America and then brought it back. And that's like I couldn't just like videotape something and send it to you where I'm at. Like you had to go there and then bring it back to wherever you were. And like the so how special it is to go to America. It seems like so overblown now. But right. then it was really like an actual thing, I guess. I don't know. I like.
2: Yeah, it, yeah.
1: It's weird how it's weird how that sort of stuff happens. Um, like just and
0: how, how everything seems so much smaller. I guess. Yeah, maybe.
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Like the perspective. Your perspective is like so. Like everything seems. We're so much more together. I was th- I was thinking about. Um, so there's that you know, uh, that that kids jingle, jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you knew that as a kid, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so. When we were kids, the way that that spread is, like, most likely some kid was in a military family and moved from one place to another and then spread around a different version of it. And then it got around, right? And then um, uh, there's a a guy called Tom Scott. He does YouTube videos and he does uh, interesting videos. And he tracked the, um, he tracked how, like, what is the most widespread version of that? um the lyrics to it and it what it turns out is is when the when it m- made critical masses when the Simpsons did it and then uh-huh. it shot up all over the world because it was on the Simpsons because everybody watched okay. the Simpsons um yeah. and that's the version that's the most popular because it was on the Simpsons and that's how the most people saw it but it became a germ of something from who knows the 60s or whatever when Batman the 66 show was yeah. um popular and that spread around to us in the 80s and 90s when we went to school mm-hmm. um as a thing uh and then and then in the 90s it became even bigger because of the simpsons and that's how it spread and then nowadays it's like well a meme is just on twitter and that's how everybody in the world has seen the meme right like yes people who have never yeah. seen colombo have seen clips of colombo or yeah. the simpsons or whatever like It's weird that like the popularity of the Simpsons exists in really crappy GIF files on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, like that's how people have seen things like kids nowadays and they they know what the Simpsons is and they know a joke from a show that was from 10, 15 years before they were born. Like it's crazy how it would take some such a small thing to become big uh, or, or so hard to make such a small thing big like that Jingle Bells Batman smells thing. And now yeah. it's just like, like it's it, it, like it literal
0: decades for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it can happen immediately, essentially. Yeah. Like if something just, you know, the right person shares it.
1: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The right right person or the right influencer is what they call them. Um, <laughs> uh my friend, my friend Mike Tool has a, a, a. He calls himself a reverse influencer. I'm not sure what it means, but I like that.
0: <laughs> how does how does that work? Yeah, I'm
1: like how does that work? He's like, do you influence no one, but you do cool things? Like, is that how it, how it works? Just like, do, oh.
0: yeah, and like make it so that uh, nobody knows like what I'm doing. I'm doing really cool things, I swear. Yeah, just. But nobody you know, knows what it nobody is. Nobody knows.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you, you can find it on your own. It'll be out there somewhere. You know, th-
0: and you know what? There's there's a lot of reverse influencers out there. Yeah. <laughs> Um well, I'm just gonna see what else I got on my notes here. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, you know, talked.
0: I like originally I was like, oh, you know, I got like three uh three questions to hit you with like right out of the gate, but like we never got around to it. <laughs> but I could do it right really quick right now.
1: Go for it, yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Um so this is this was Chris's like kind of standby question. So I feel like I'm just gonna adopt it as my standby question. Okay, He's like, sure. so uh what's your favorite breakfast cereal?
1: Wow, um, huh. <laughs>
0: out, of, out of left field.
1: Yeah, okay, so, I, when I was, I would say, like, because right now, like, you know, when you become, like, I'm, I don't, I, I was diagnosed diabetic, like, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, so, mm-hmm. like, my options of cereal is very limited, so, like, yeah for me, Cheerios with, like, Splenda and raisins is like a treat like that's that's the one that I like so I don't go for a super sugary cereal sometimes But when I splurge, and I'm like I want something I'll go for like cinnamon toast crunch and it's like oh, yeah yeah. There's something about like cinnamon toast crunch when it's um, Slightly soft from the milk (laughs) And it has like that bread feeling to it and you're eating it and you're watching Saturday morning cartoons there's something (laughs) about that cereal that is like nowadays it's like that is a sugar bomb and like and even even i think even if i didn't have diabetes like it would be like wow this is a lot of sugar like this is just nothing but sugar but like there was something about that cereal more than any other one that like it was like delicious and even as a kid i I liked stuff like raisin bran which was like more
0: like like considered like oh like bland cereal
1: bland cereal like i liked raisin bran i I, i liked like my parents were like why do you like um god what is it um it's it's like hard bran um, oat bran is it oat bran, like like why do you want this? This is this is for like 40, 50 year old people. Like you're <laughs> you're twelve. Why do you want oat bran? Yeah. Or Whatever. I was like, oh, I just want to try it, and I, I I I liked it. Like even even then, but like no for that like cinnamon toast crunch for sure. What's your what's your cereal?
0: Uh, my my favorite cer- cereal is uh frosted mini wheats.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a kid. Oh, you know, there's something to the texture of that too. I would. You know yeah. what? I forgot Where it about It gets like kind of soft, and it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like you have to get it, but you have to get it at the right time though, because like when it's dry, it's too too like fibery. But yes. when it's super soggy, it's not good,
2: right? Yes. Yeah. Got, yeah. There's like there's there's like a time.
1: It's like a wine, right?
0: Yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to You can pour it, walk away for a couple minutes, come back, and then it's it's ready. But you can't leave it too long. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just got to have like a timer, like on your yeah. <laughs> on your phone or on your watch or something. Like, okay, that's no, that's done, that's that's,
1: that's for the the primo series. Oh man, that's hard. Hmm. Man, cinnamon um, toast crunch or mini wheats? I, I can't I can't choose between those two.
0: <laughs> I mean, cinnamon toast crunch is is, is decent. Uh, you know, I only have some of this stuff because like my
1: kids have it, yeah, yeah. My
0: my kids have it, but I mean, I'll I'll treat myself and get and get uh frosted mini wheats here and there. But I mean, like I I kind of like like the like the bland cereal, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I'll I'll eat like fro- like not frosted flakes, but like um like special K and stuff
1: like that. grape, like, grape I, nuts, Grape well, nuts. Well, I
0: mean, we we talked about grape nuts. You know, the, during the pandemic, there was a major shortage of grape nuts. What like, really? And they were like boxes of grape nuts were selling for like exorbitant amounts on eBay
1: no way that's that's Miss,
0: uh, I've, i'm serious i couldn't believe it either but it was it was great grape, grape, <laughs> grape nuts. grape nuts of all things um you know i <laughs> we, we like kind of we kind of bad mouth the grape nuts and my wife listened to the episode like oh not only old people eat like grape nuts
1: like as so, a kid um, as a kid i ate grape nuts my parents like this is for old people like yeah <laughs> why do you want to try this <laughs> Cause like I remember, my mom would be like, "Well, what cereal do you want?" I'd be like, "Uh, grape nuts," and she's like, "Grape <laughs> grape nuts?
0: Okay." Yeah, yeah. I mean, grape nuts are good when they get real soggy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Those are the ones you want to you, you put that for like five, ten minutes before you eat it.
0: Yeah. Um, so the other one I had was uh, so if you you got to pick one, uh, Saturn N sixty four or PS one. Oh. I mean, that's that's another like you know the hmm. the. Does it slap or should should you should we eat it? But no, this is just like I just like pick one. Which one's your favorite? Oh, okay. So the other ones don't disappear.
1: Um, so N sixty four, I would say out automatically. Okay. I I was I was never I'm talking about. Yeah, I was never (laughs) super into N sixty four. I mean, there are some games on there I enjoyed like. sin and punishment is a really cool game and and they're you know mario 64 blah blah they're cool but like i played enough of those at my friend's house and it wasn't like i need one of these it wasn't like Mm -hmm. a super nintendo where i was like i need this super mario world thing i have to have it i'm gonna go hang out with a person that i don't particularly like just so i can play his (laughs) super nintendo um like it wasn't like that for the n64 i i went from i traded in my super nintendo for a playstation and my mm. games which i regret now i wish i kept my childhood super nintendo i didn't really do a lot of trade-ins as a kid but mm-hmm. but i traded in to get up to a playstation and yeah. i bought i bought a playstation and um jumping flash i was so excited uh-huh. for jumping Flash, or i'm sorry ridge racer and then i got the demo for jumping Flash like with mm-hmm. it and i was like this jumping flash thing is amazing it um is. uh which is so, like nobody knows about jumping flash but it's like one of those games which oh, is it's... so fun
0: It's it's a great game. Um, I I I played through it on stream. I think it was either last year or the year before, and I just mm. had the greatest time with it.
1: Oh, it's it's so weird and silly and fun, and like Mm -hmm. you never like oh you're going through this weird three D world where all this crazy like it. I described it as like Katamari before Katamari. Like it's that kind of weird. Um, And but also you know
0: like there's definitely you could see some influences that, that it had on say like Metroid Prime.
1: Like oh, the kind of tilting you know,
0: down to look like where you're gonna land. You know, I
1: never thought about that, but you're right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, oh yeah. Just Because like,
0: the like, the camera will kind of the, pan down so you can see, so you can like plan your landing.
1: Back. Well, the the feel of that game is is like the jumping. the The thing that makes it is the feel of the jumps, right? Like it feels mm-hmm. good to jump, and you know how you can land. Like like you you're able to land, right? They kind of they kind of like figured out how to make a 3d game with one analog stick or one directional pad and no second analog stick feel good with the jumping right and that's what kind of makes that game um but yeah i I saved up to to like all my money to get those two games Uh, to get (laughs) to get the playstation and stuff so like i have i have super fond memories of the playstation as a kid
2: because that was
1: that was what i got uh and then like my friend um who you talk about strangers online. Um, <laughs> like uh, my friend Charles uh, uh Keegan, um, Charles Mugg, he um uh he, nowadays he's sort of known in like the shmup sort of circle circles as like like a high score. He plays shmups and gets high scores. He's he's a he's like he's like a insane uh like at, at schmups and games like that. Mm-hmm. Um but uh back then he ran this little like um Sonic the Hedgehog website on like in the 90s um uh and um I emailed him and became friends and in fact my nickname Ashra, which was the which was the the glitch in Sonic 2 he's Mm. the one who publicized that glitch very first and like as a 13 year old I emailed him like hey do you mind if I use your name as my online handle and he was like (laughs) he was like sure or whatever he was like you know and he was in college he was going to um like umbc i think and um he, he ran that website and i became friends with him and one time my computer broke and he was like oh well i know a guy um uh eric goodwin he was he went by Kane, um who fixed computers and so i met like i had my mom drive me two hours to this guy that I didn't even know
2: <laughs>
1: um and she's like this this better not be some scam or some trying to like abduct you or something um and i I met my friend Charles there for the first time and mm-hmm. I met Eric who I became friends with and my mom stayed there and, and he lived with his parents and his, and his parents were really nice so my mom trusted him immediately like trusted yeah. them because he because because his parents were there and he you know learned. he was he was like 19 or something and I was I think I was 13 or 14 and i think charles was in his maybe in his 20s or something and so like i became friends with them even though they were like a little older than me and mm-hmm. uh so they ended up having these meetups and when they they had land parties but also what they would do is like we would just bring all our video game systems together and games and we would play them Yeah, <laughs> it was called they called it canecon and we came together and there was like a lot of furries who came and just like his neighborhood friends just a bunch of it was it was fun you would stay there for like in the summer you would stay there for like Four or five days, just playing games and hanging out. Oh, wow. Yeah, my mom would like in the summer. Like we did it for like five or six years straight or something. And like we would um um uh like um uh, like sleep in his basement, like literally sleep mm-hmm. in his basement. And like I said, my mom trusted his parents, and like his parents were there. But while right. there was like parties happening down in his his basement, and like um just playing video games. And so Charles he had a job and he he bought a sega saturn but he bought like he had it before it was out here i think mm-hmm. he bought a japanese one and he spent like the 600 or 700 to oh, import wow. it from one of those magazine like ads yeah. in the back of like egm or whatever he imported it and i remember playing sega saturn at hit like at that at king Con, like for hours like just trying like all like it was i was like wow this like this copy of street fight uh, of, of street fighter alpha is so much better than the playstation mm-hmm. one like oh man they can do the like the uh capcom versus marvel superheroes like right and i yeah. remember playing burning rangers
2: mm-hmm.
1: in japanese on his saturn and trying to play and like this is blowing my mind like a game where you're a firefighter and you're running around <laughs> and and I'm like and there's all there. there's a narration in that game yeah, and I'm like, I can't understand it's in Japanese. And I remember like, oh man, what do I do next, what do I do next. And he's like, oh, press the C button and get the hint. And I do it, and it's in <laughs> Japanese is like, ah, oh, damn it, you tricked me. Um, <laughs> like, so I have so many good memories of the Saturn from mm-hmm. that, of playing his Saturn, uh, and and not having it that like I have a, I and later in life when I got a job, um, like the first system I bought was a Dreamcast, new as my with my own money that I earned it was still uh out then and then i bought a saturn and so mm-hmm. i think over the years saturn has become my my favorite because it's a so, it's not it's so, there's something about it it's a little weird a little not mainstream and it has all these like strange games like burning rangers on it or what have you like that's why it became sort of my favorite um yeah and i mean i think maybe that the memory of the nostalgia of it too is sort of like affects me on it um i mean i don't think i would like metal gear as much as i do because i love metal gear i love the mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite series of all time is the first time i played metal gear solid is i played i had, i guess i had tried the demo for metal gear solid one and i was like mm-hmm. oh this is an action game i could never do this i died immediately yeah. so i was like i didn't touch it and then metal gear solid 2 had like just can't come out and it was mm-hmm. during one of those convention things and my one of my friends brought it and I, and I said i had never played it and so what we ended up doing is is it was essentially I was like backseat driving but it was backseat metal gearing and I was trying <laughs> to figure out how to play this game and yeah. they were explaining to me what to do and I remember it was so tense trying to sneak around <laughs> these guards yeah, and like and I remember I got all the way to Olga and I couldn't beat Olga in Malaga Sala 2 mm-hmm. but the experience of like you can flip over the rail and jump down and hide behind this thing and like yeah. And it was one of those things where like, oh, I got seen, I better hide. And then so I'm just waiting for like 20 minutes and yeah. setting off all this stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's like, I don't know that I had like a good time, but I was so intrigued by it that I ended up buying it later and playing through it after that mm-hmm. and like falling in love with it. But it was yeah. like the intensity and the anxiety of playing it that made me like, this is a whole different experience, this game.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to, you got to, it requires like a lot of patience.
1: Yeah. To learn how to do it. I mean, now you can just like, oh, I'll shoot him and roll into him and he'll knock, he'll get knocked out. And like, like you can like breeze through it now, but then like when you don't know, understand it at all going into it. And I think that's a key to games now is like make a game that is a a new experience that you don't understand how it all works. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's hard to find a game like that now. That's not just like, oh, it's a shooter or whatever, you know, (laughs)
0: Um, um, one last thing I want to want to touch on. Oh, is, sure. Like, I mean, I don't know if you're like. But
1: what's yours though? You got to tell me what's your 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 Saturn N sixty four PlayStation. Which one's yours? PS one.
0: PS one. is, is I mean... Yeah. Just just, you know, PS one is interesting because there's just like so many good games for it now, and I still mm-hmm. I find myself more and more uh, just appreciating it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's I think back to when it was new, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking for the longest time. Thinking that I will, I'll never feel the way that I feel about the PS One as I do about the Genesis and Super NES. Mm-hmm. But now I look back on it, and I'm like, you know, I think it might be better. <laughs> like I kind of struggle <laughs> with, like I think it might be better, you know, and just like the the wide breadth of games available on it, and just like the how many different genres and stuff.
1: I mean, it's got it's kind of got that like it's got the 2D, but it's also got the 3D, and it's where right. they were really learning how to make 3D good, right? So like yes. you have all those building blocks there of all these cool PS1 games. I I like that and
0: there's in it, this it, like it, like things are just like not they're not like over complicated. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A lot yeah, of games yeah. are not over because I feel like starting with like around the PS2, it seems like every RPG like had this whole system, had mm-hmm. a unique system you got to learn, and it has some weird name, and it's just like things got like really overcomplicated. i feel like
1: that's oh that's racing games for me like i want to play a ridge racer i don't want to mm-hmm. play gran turismo respect to how complicated and realistic gran turismo is i would right. rather play ridge racer
0: yeah Out, or, I, or outrun 2
1: oh yeah outrun 2 yes exactly yeah. please say, yes exactly well, like a, like an arcade racer like that's yeah. what i would rather play those kind let, of games. let me
0: double tap a button to drift and then yes you know, and dr-
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't like, want tu- to tune up the engine and have to know what the real engine's called and, like, my car spins out because I don't know mechanics in real life. Like, I just want to go. Yeah,
0: yeah and just, just, you know, it's. <laughs> I always think about drifting when when the, the third uh, uh, Fast and the Furious came out. And I don't know what my wife said about it, but she's like, oh, is that the one where they drive sideways?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and it's like, I, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> That's one of the best ones of those. For too.
0: somebody who doesn't like know what it is to like drift, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, they're just driving, they're driving sideways.
1: It's like it's like so you you make a turn and then you turn the opposite direction into the turn. It's like <laughs> that doesn't seem to make sense, but that's what you do.
0: But you but you but you're going sideways somehow. <laughs> sideways. Uh, I I was kind of I was kind of like going through your your Twitter feed yesterday. I saw a couple of animated gifs about uh about Ted Lasso. You're are you a big. Big Ted oh Lasso fan.
1: yes! Are you watching okay. Ted Lasso?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm completely current. Are you current? So, okay. I
1: mean, oh, you want to talk Ted Lasso? Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the people don't want any spoilers, there's like the like the season three finale. I think is gonna be next, out week, next
1: yeah. week. Yeah. I mean, we don't I know mean, if it's a finale or a serious finale, right? Like, yeah. So, I guess I guess I guess I just I just watched episode twelve like yesterday. I think. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh in my mind. So yeah. Do you think it's the final season?
0: Um, I think it's going to be the final season, uh, and I think that they're going to switch over because it's it's very apparent to me. Mm-hmm. I guess like if anybody is like listening to this and have like have any interest in hearing any of this stuff, yeah, like, don't you can skip don't, watch past it. Watch episodes. it. Don't listen
1: to us if you've not seen yeah.
0: Uh I think that it's it's. They they've really focused on a lot of the other characters a lot more. I mean, there's times where Ted is like barely in an episode a few times. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're gonna switch it and have it just be about you know, like the like the the football club. Yeah. But I think they switch the name to Richmond F C or whatever and yeah. then they just, AFC <laughs> Richmond, yeah. AFC, yes, yeah. Uh and they are going to uh like Ted might be in it like like remote. Mm-hmm. Lee uh, here and there, but I don't think that he's going to be a main character. I think his story is going to be over. But I mean, like, d- like if, uh,
1: well, you think he's going go like, back uh, to his son, right? Because, like,
0: I think so. But I mean, like, I don't know if I, I don't know if Beard will be as good without Ted there to like, yeah, play off of.
1: Well, I mean, they, 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 um, uh, they kind of put him together with Nate in the most recent episode to sort of yeah. see like how intense that was and how um i did like that it was beard that went to nate though and yes. then he dropped that story on him which you never know any of his history at all through any of the you know he's yeah. kind of had like a weird past or whatever and he's yeah, been in all but... these things and he's kind of crazy but like and then he's like oh well ted saved me essentially like right. don't don't squander this you know yes. There's like, there's, there's a wonderment to that show and like positivity of that show that does not exist in other TV shows currently.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I love watching it because you, you feel good after it and mm-hmm. people don't just like drag out like conflicts. Like they just, they talk mm-hmm. about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's
0: what I like about It's like, they just, they work it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: you know, and that was from the very first episode, mm-hmm. you think, oh, this is going to be the conflict, you know, like, uh. The owner of the club is not going to like him or setting him up for failure. Yeah. And, like, they basically address that, like, by the end of the second episode.
1: It's like, second or third episode, like, oh, you're on – she's on board with them. Oh, we're actually yeah. going to try and make it go at this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you, um, you get the feeling that, like, these are people that care about each other, and they, and they talk about and they work through their problems. Yeah. Instead of just, like, letting it just build up. I mean, one of my favorite things is I think this season has been, like – um, has been like has been Jamie.
1: Jamie oh like, his his story of like um or or just his story from cuz I hated him at the beginning. Yeah, you, I mean you, you, I you think everybody him. did. Like oh, yeah.
0: he's always oh, is a dick, but then yeah. you know like you see him now and it's like oh that's actually like it's nice seeing him like he cares about the other people like oh, more like, than more like when, more than when, himself.
1: When he goes to Keeley, and he's like look, I really tried to delete all this stuff Mm -hmm. and I really did. And, but he admits to like, you know, I missed an email, this email, you know, I missed the email attachments and that's how this, you know, like I really felt for him, but it's also like, that's how far his character developed that he would go. Like season one, Jamie would have never admitted to, admitted to it and gone to talk to Keely about it and actually feel bad about that. Yes. You know, it, it season one. Jamie would have been, well, you said it online. That's you know, it's your fault. that Has happened, right? Right. Like that's how he would have reacted, and yeah. his his uh, like in the last episode where where like it's sort of funny how like he like not only has he become like best friends with Roy, who mm-hmm. they hated each other, like. Yeah. Um,
0: but Roy Roy likes him now too. Yeah.
1: Roy li- Roy likes him, and then like. <laughs> Like the, the the peeling of the onion on Roy is interesting too, and then like yeah, like matching them together, and and making them like we're not so different as people, and then yes. you know, and then like the the final like the coup de gras is like oh you realize that he became famous, and then got to hang out with the two people he idolized essentially right like yeah, like he idolized Roy as a kid and like he had the hots for Keeley and now he's mm-hmm. friends with both. In, like, yes. a mature adult way. Like, yeah. that's sort of, like, the, like, bring it all together. Like, I, his story is probably one of the best stories on there, like, yes. of, of all of them.
2: Yeah,
0: and, the, you know, they really, that that has been, I think, is the best part, has been the best part of this season. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I, I've liked the entire season. It's, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's nice, you know, watching a show where you don't, you don't feel stressed out.
1: No, I feel no. like so
0: many TV shows now just make me feel stressed out because it's like, oh, They're constantly like teetering on them. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, this horrible thing's happening. Or, like, you know, it's just like these people could just work through, like, work this stuff out if they just like Mm -hmm. talk to each other. And here they just talk to each other (laughs) and work it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not to say there's not conflicts and there's not like, like, you know, that kind of stuff in Ted Lasso, but it it approaches things in a more like realistic way in a sense even though it's like a like, a, like satirical and farcical in certain ways there's mm-hmm. like um for instance like all the stuff with ted in the se- second season where he and in- he internalizes his conflict and all of that yeah like, i got so cool to get that like mm-hmm. like i i how hard it is to um like Part like part of him not yelling at people is a defense mechanism and is a mechanism not to get into fights and, you know, all that sort of stuff and like um, I like I, I totally relate to that and then also like It's interesting like when it came came to Nate in season three His his reaction is not to just trash him or whatever and they really have him think about like they show him thinking about what to do about the situation and it would have been so easy for him to just been hateful and because like nate really did like horror horrible things like yeah. you know like um and you know turning the other cheek is probably the harder move but maybe the more adult move to do right like yeah and it's i thought it was interesting that it was beard who was the the holdout right it wasn't yeah. it, like because like in a normal show it had all ted's dilemma because he's the main character he would have been mm-hmm. like do i go back to him or do am i do i hold a grudge or what do i do and like a normal yeah. show that's who it would have been
0: yeah 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 i'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen
1: oh uh, it's, it's so cool that I, I'm, I'm i'm glad to find somebody else who likes ted lasso because i <laughs> it's been it's been a, a a wonderful treat like i know part of it's sudeikis because he's worked on it and then part of it's um Bill Lawrence, who did scrubs when it has that sort mm-hmm. of same heart to it. than scrubs had. Um, right. And which is something
0: that I didn't really watch that much. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. But I've never, like,
1: it's it's more it. farcical, but it, it's it's has that same um, people trying to figure out their problems and how to how to cope with life and stuff sort of right thing. Um, it's God, I I'm, I'm hoping I I'm hope in the finale is good. I think you're right. There'll be like a spinoff. I think that's probably where they're going to go. Yeah.
0: Because um, I, I think it just comes down like they would continue, but I think it's just like Jason Sudeikis doesn't want to spend all that time in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just want to be away from his family like that.
1: Yeah, M- much like his character in the show. Yeah. Doesn't want exactly. to be away. Um, yeah, and and also the the way they handled like his 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 break with his wife and like mm-hmm. the whole like. um Ste- like, there's going to be a stepdad and the kid is like, right. I mean, my parents broke up when I was little, so I can totally relate to his situation where because I, I would visit my dad every weekend, essentially, mm-hmm. and I live with my mom. And so I completely like that, that hits home for me. So like, there's so many like character beats like that in that show just hit home for me. Yeah. Um, oh, such a cool show. Hope, yeah. hope, hope hope the next week, I'm sure like, I was surprised this last one was like an hour and a, like an hour and oh, yeah, 20 been... minutes or something. I mean,
0: they've all been like fairly long,
1: like forty, it at least an to... hour.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that. The Amsterdam one is like definitely my favorite. <clears of> throat>
1: throat> the, uh,
0: like, just so much happens.
1: Oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's been it's been great. I think that everybody it's, If you're listening to this, you should watch it.
1: last Lasso, one hundred percent. It's
0: just it's just it's nice to watch a show that makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, you will you will feel. Uh, you will feel wholesome and and, and happy. It, it's a it's a show that makes you smile. It's a, it's like a hug. Um, yeah, much like um, to me, like the Bill and Ted movies are are a hug to me. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, especially have you? Did you see the third Bill and Ted?
0: Yeah. I. I. It was. It was a lot better than I was. I mean, I thought it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be good because, you know, it seemed. You know, like the. All the right pieces were there. And it was good. Yeah, yeah, but I've yeah. only watched it once. I will admit that I've only watched it once.
2: It's,
1: I would say it's worth a re- rewatch. It's it's interesting because like, much like Ted Lasso, that movie goes completely different directions than what you would think yeah. a a sequel like that would be. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So they've got to make the song that saves the world, right? So, right. okay, so they're going to bring in their kids, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, are their kids way super smarter than them? no do their kids resent them no they have like a great relationship with their kids and their their kids love them and they love their kids mm-hmm. okay so like are they um did they completely fail as being musicians no they're actually really good musicians they just can't like figure out what the song is um yeah. like uh they love their wives they just have some marital problems with their wives um right. they're but they're not broken up from their wives like like so many shows and movies like the way they bring people back in, it's like, oh, they broke up with their their family broke up, and now they're just yeah. miserable and old. Like that, the new yeah. Indiana Jones, I'm pretty sure he's probably broken up with Karen Allen's character, and he's miserable and old. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. That new Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, even though I'm interested in what it's going to be like, because I love Indiana Jones, but like so, but like the way they approach that sh- that movie is like, no, it's the complete opposite of what you expect. Like they're they're having some marital problems, but. They love their... and But the point is, like, not that they broke up with their wives, they had fights or whatever. It's that they're trying to figure out how to, like, fix their marriage. And that's, like, yeah. the impetus for them to go and to do on this adventure, more so than saving the world. And it's, yeah. and it's, like... I loved that the finale was that... The song wasn't the best song. It's that they all played the song together. Yes. And had a good time. That's yeah. why it saved the universe. And, like... They, you know, like Bill and Ted brought this together so their daughters could help them and they all work together on it. Not mm-hmm. the other thing too, is these reboots do is, oh, the kid is the one who really comes like this new character, kid or children come in and save the day. Right. Like, yeah. And like the, the older characters sit around like, mm-hmm, you sure saved the day, but like, they were all involved <laughs> in, like, that's why I, I, I don't think it's the best Bill and Ted, but it is a fitting send off, I think. Yes. Like I, I, it was like 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 Ted Lasso. It's a hug to me. Like there's so much positivity in those movies. Like yeah. like some of my favorites. In fact, like <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the 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 Japanese Bill and Ted. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. I was gonna days. I was
0: gonna wonder I was gonna ask you what it was, but now it's,
1: it's Bill and Ted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's great. That's great. Do you ever see that show um, that Alex Winter did on MTV called The Idiot Box?
1: No, uh-huh. what was that? what's that it was, about? like
0: it's. It, I mean, it was just his. Is you know, this little sketch comedy thing, but it felt like kind of like public access. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. It's like, it's oh, like okay. an old MTV thing.
1: No, I've never seen that. I, I mean, I've seen, um, what is it? Uh, it's the, it's the, is, it, is it, what is it called? Strange or weird or, um,
0: well, there's Liquid Television.
1: It's no, like he, the, he, yeah. he directed a movie. Oh, oh, um, um what is it called? What was it called? Well, he did
0: that documentary, of the Napster documentary. But then he did something. Well,
1: he, he yeah he did he did Napster, but he did a really good one on uh, on the dark web as well, in the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh yeah yeah. That yeah. was a really I've, good... I've never seen it. No, he, he that, his documentaries are really good. He's got one he did yeah. about Frank Zappa that I, I want to mm-hmm. watch. It's just called Zappa. But I I've really been, yeah yeah yeah. He his his documentaries are really good. The the dark web one about uh the Silk Road and dark, Dread Pirate Roberts and all that is really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, also Keanu Reeves like narrates it too. so it's pretty oh right. Really? it's, it's that's pretty cool. like it's yeah, it's it's a thing oh, what is it called? Um,
0: I love it when, like actors mm-hmm. are like they play good friends in movies. and then it turns out they're actually like good friends in real life, too. It's, yeah, it's, it's oh, like it's yeah, it's yeah. always so like nice when you find out that that's the case,
1: oh, yeah, they're really yeah, Cause I mean, like they're they've remained pals. and like, I mean, the whole reason they're spilling Ted three is because they were friends with the writers and they wanted to do yeah. it. And they would get together yep. and bullshit it, right? Like, there, yeah. would, there would be no Bill and Ted 3 without them, you know, yeah. like, wanting to do it. Like, you couldn't get, like, I'm sure Keanu got paid, like, nothing to do Bill and Ted 3.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, like, when you have that much money, it's, like, it's, it's it's more worth it, I think, just to, like, have an excuse to hang out with your friends. I think that's yeah, what happened yeah. with all, like, like uh, the the Oceans movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why they have so many big people in and those, and it's just because they all wanted to like just hang out, have hang, out to hang out, yeah, 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 and like have it be paid for, yeah, like <laughs> really? oh yeah.
1: well I mean that's that's Adam Sandler's whole business now, like what well, kind <laughs> of cool his whole career kind is of like, cool that... vacation I my friends on, yeah, um, how,
0: yeah, just you know, it's like, just have all of our friends be in this movie. It doesn't matter how good it is.
1: God, but that, just... I'm trying to think of that movie. It's like they all get turned. Into, it's called is it called Freaked? Because they all get turned into freaks so uh
0: that might that sounds maybe it's freaked that sounds like the correct name but i've never yeah. seen
1: it oh okay yeah it was it was a fun movie but it was like his first direct thing and then he went into documentaries oh, okay. and stuff yeah um but uh yeah i i i don't know i i like you i love when they like like i was like there's one of those things where like you know MythBusters, uh adam and jamie like, don't like each other and that's like uh that's like a known fact that those two don't like each other and don't hang out and all that and that's sort of a bummer when you see people who you think are like best friends and then like yeah they're not right you know and it's like what does that really matter to you because like you're not friends with them it doesn't bother it doesn't but it's like there's something about that that's like that intrinsic like oh they really are pals right
0: yeah for something like that you know when they're you know it Mythbust, but myth is kind of like a reality show mm-hmm. and like they are You know, you want like it helps if you if the if they're good friends, yeah, and they really are. You know, it just helps like the chemistry of it. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's probably why they ended it though. It's because they just didn't want to hang out with each other anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, no, I think they. they, I mean, they had done it for like ten years, so I think they were. I mean, I think they were ready. They did it a long time, yeah. And they had, they had. uh, I remember like they cut out like half the people on there. They like they got rid of the other half of them, the build team Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I wasn't like I wasn't like a huge huge mythbusters fan but i like jamie's content on um youtube um okay like he he went and did all like did you did you enjoy ghostbusters afterlife
0: um it was it was okay
1: okay he 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 went he went and did like a bunch of behind the scenes stuff about how they like i mean it it might even be interesting if you didn't like the movie like how they rebuilt the proton packs and all that sort of stuff like okay going into making the like the like even if you didn't like what the movie was like Mm -hmm. the the set design and all that was very good in it um and the intent was there yeah yeah, the intent
0: of like do it as as good as they possibly could yeah and the it didn't feel like it was not a cash grab it was just like you know how can we how can we actually do this this
1: without one of the main characters and yeah you know i i have mixed feelings on it i enjoyed it but uh i i it wasn't like i don't know it it wasn't a comedy really like yeah it's very serious and a, a, a more... it's,
0: it's very serious and it's just like makes it try to seem like it's way more epic than it needed to be. Yeah. I don't know. Like there's uh, there's a lot of issues with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, once is really enough for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to rewatch it. I've I I feel the first one is infinitely rewatchable. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, second f- one is 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 pretty good too, and mm-hmm. like pretty rewatchable. And I'm not a Ghostbusters like, two point.
1: hater, so I I I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. There's a lot of good lines in it, and it's fun. It's there. The first yeah. the first one is one of those like perfect movies. Why do you need to do anything more with it, right? Like yeah, um, but there's
0: no way they could just turn away from that money. No, either. no. But there's a reason it took so long for them to make is because they didn't feel like they needed to do that.
1: Well, I mean, you know? it, well, well, it's also like, you know, Bill Murray. Like, it, it's like a weird thing where like they all all the three main actors and Ivan Reitman owned a part of it. So mm-hmm. it's like they couldn't just make a sequel without. It's like Back to the Future is the same way.
0: I think it sounds like the back of your uh, back of the Grand Turismo 5 box.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. They but, all
0: had to like sign off on. <laughs>
1: 67 people, but in in this case, <laughs> it's it's saving us from really weird and bad sequels, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see another Back to the Future because the writer like they own a stake in the say of what happens to it. Um yeah. and then Back to the Future. That,
0: that Telltale game was like pretty good. It was a pretty good idea though for uh for a part oh. four if they ever did one the game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that feels to me like it was more or less the. Back to the Future
0: Four, right? Yeah, I mean, Um, if you're gonna do it, like that's how it would have had to be had to have been done. Same
1: thing with that Ghostbusters game.
0: Uh, the more the more recent one.
1: Uh, the the um the Terminal Reality. Oh oh, yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. The one you know because that was essentially Ghostbusters three. I don't know if they like like yeah because they got everybody and it's like yeah you know even like you know Harold Ramis.
1: Yeah, all yeah all of them together there's 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 the camaraderie the fun i mean it it's a little janky bit of a game but it's it's like there's enough fun stuff in there like, there's so much cool stuff in there that they could never have do in the games too or the movie where it's like we're gonna have a slime gun where you can tether things and do cool mechanics and like i was like oh that yeah. I, I would love to have seen something like that in one of the movies like,
0: like i should you know i have that and i played like the intro and i didn't play any beyond that and I really should
1: oh
2: you never got like, a good
0: idea for a a, a video though just like a, a video subject is you know sequels to like unofficial sequels to movies
1: oh games. that's actually a really cool actually I yeah, if yeah. more than that goonies I mean, goonies to the game <laughs> yeah that was the first yeah. example um, which I remember like Goon- the goonies one never came out here and so that's how they marketed it' like well it's a sequel right. to the movie. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh. That transmedia property. Oh man, <laughs> what are, what other things are like that? Um, the um a- the, alien games. Some of the alien games are like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was um Hmm. are the uh alien um uh the one that just like the isolation.
1: Isolation, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Or your uh Ripley's daughter. Um But there, I'm sure there's a lot more that's uh I'm not I'm not thinking of but that's that'd be a be a fun idea for a video. I mean until people hear this and be like, Oh, I'm gonna do that myself. <laughs> but you never know. Anyways, we've been we've been going for about two and a half hours. We could probably go for another two wow. and a half hours, but I didn't really think about that. But uh I mean this this has been a lot of fun. I think that, like Hopefully. I mean thank you. I this I, is I, great I need, to well, me. This is this is a lot of fun. It's it's just fun to like just talk about whatever you you think of you know like whatever pops in your mind right um if people wanted to like look at what you do where, oh. where would you uh, where, where would you direct them
1: uh just Brady hartle on Twitter I guess mm-hmm. like I just post my thoughts there I haven't been recently because I've been having a lot of um sort of like uh screen problems where my eyes have been irritated so I've been trying to take breaks from computer mm-hmm. when I don't have to but like that's where I post most of the stuff I'm working on our retweet um you know like like we were talking about I work on uh Skullgirls and I work on uh, as a producer for anime on old blu-rays and stuff like that and so <laughs> that's the stuff I talk about I talk about old video games like I I love as you can hear I love movies I love anime I love all sort of stuff it's not just the stuff that I work on it's just whatever I find interesting that I'm messing around with <laughs> you know old video that's games that's the best kind of, of stuff yeah no i mean that's why i mean, that's why i love all your guys' content because it's all like just fun old video game stuff or just interesting mm-hmm. you know like that kind of thing so yeah like that's where you can find me brady brady hartle b-r-a-d-y-h-a-r-t-e-l uh on twitter that's pretty much it
0: excellent all right well thanks thanks for uh for hanging out with me
1: Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thank you. Yeah. No, this I good. mean,
0: you're definitely, definitely going to have you back.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. Then we can just start um, like, like it's really weird to like, t- to talk about yourself for like so much of a thing. Like I don't, you know, like explaining who I am and it turned into like a whole, like 30 minutes of it. And it's like, Oh, but so next <laughs> time we don't have to do that. You can, you can yeah, just refer yeah, exactly. to this. But,
0: but also, you know, it's just wherever the conversation takes us, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, you know, you can find us uh, on on twitter at at here's my podcast i can't i still can't believe that like that's our handle like i can't believe that
1: that was never taken
0: yeah it's just like at here's my podcast like that's crazy right that, that it was not anywhere else
1: ever, ever, everywhere in the like yeah like everything is taken like everything is taken yeah um, except ever,
0: for at here's my podcast there you is... go
1: <laughs> do, do you ever think uh, about the not the t- tangent this but ever think about the fact that um like things like uh, let me let me ring you on the telephone or whatever like phones don't ring anymore and you don't dial people on the telephone anymore right but that's the thing yeah that podcasts are only 15 years old and iPods don't exist anymore
0: <laughs> yeah I mean I didn't even think about that yeah it, but that's the word I've... for it
1: but it's like it's like that thing like the the save the, the, icon the, the is word disc. the
0: word pod
1: yeah, yeah the pod I like guess. it does like people don't even know like but that's the word podcast is what we call them now. It's so English language is weird. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like how many things that are things you'd think would last forever. Then like fall out of, out of favor or just like stop or stop being used like the iPod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, but uh, don't, stop, don't stop listening to this podcast, even though iPods don't exist.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you can, you know, you can watch it on, on the YouTube channel. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll see you uh, next week. And I, I think Chris, Chris said that he's doing a bit better. Uh, he just has a cough, and he's like, I don't have a cough button. So I don't. <laughs> he needs like one, a big, big red button so he can mute <clears throat> his microphone <clears throat> yeah. so he can cough. Anyways, uh,
2: we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks take, for having me. Take care. Take yep. care. Take care.